intense experience for like being a like a punk rock kid playing at CBGBs was like fucking wild. Let's let's roll into that. We'll talk about that. So you played CBGBs with Cutthroat. For those who don't know, Scott is Cutthroat's bass player. Um. Fucking phenomenal bass player. Probably the best bass player uh-huh. in the scene. And I'm not uh-huh. just saying Thanks, that. Man. Appreciate that. Yeah, dude. I second that. Uh-huh. And you, you know, and Cutthroat is definitely one of the best hardcore bands that ever come out of Boston. Uh, thank you. Um, I was blessed to uh, have the opportunity to play with them, which was seems like hey, it just seems weird because I joined the band like later on, sort of. Like, they started in like '04, <laughs> and I joined in like oh, the like last half of '05. So I kind of came in like a year or two after. Yeah. And then uh, it was kind of funny. I remember me and Mike were talking at Romans because obviously we were at Romans like every weekend, and they were like, "Oh, we have no like real bass player," and I was like, "Oh well." <laughs> And I was like, well, I'll come down and chill and hang out. And uh, he was like, yeah, do it. And then I remember he was like, get a tryout, though, like, you know, blah, 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 like all this shit. And he made it out to be like I was going to need to, like, you know, prove myself. And then I remember I was setting up my. Well, yeah, no, no. But like, yeah. yeah, So I'm setting up my amp. He's setting up his guitar. Marty and Andy weren't even there. And then I just like was setting on my bass and I played the little riff to Fallacy that like. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. He's like, oh, right, you're in. And I swear to God, and I was just like, oh, that was it. And he's just like, yeah. He's like, cool. We'll just wait for the rest of them to come. And I didn't learn the songs, so we just played the fucking songs. And then a week later, we went to Canada. It was crazy. Oh, Dude, yeah, you played. Was that the one when you went to with Judge, right? No, that or was. Face the. Oh, no. You're thinking of Face the Judge was a band that played up there, I think. And in then, Canada? Yeah, it was um, Rise and Honor. Oh, okay. Was the, was the band. And um, it was Phil Paquette. It's like, and uh, Yannick Shigaya. Mm, mm. These two guys. That, Yannick, like, runs the little, well, he, at the time, he was, like, running the little hardcore scene, big hardcore scene they had. It was, they loved Boston hardcore. It was silly. Like, when we pulled up to the first show, we were, like, just driving through these, like, crazy fields in Montreal, like, suburbs. And it was just, like, farmland, and you couldn't see any houses. And then, like a, a weird red barn we like pulled up and pulled around and like this kid's like waving at us and we're like That's oh awesome. th- it must be this kid he had d- a, a camo dvd shirt on and we're like oh this has to be the kid so we turn the corner and there's like fucking 200 people at this barn <laughs> and it was just like crazy we played this like crazy show in canada it was fucking wild awesome. that reminds me of the cave in a way yeah it was very cave like that's pretty cool yeah Dude, it's so funny, yeah, because we, we all hung out, we were all friends, you and I used to go to all the shows and play in different bands, and then when when you entered the band, dude, like, it added so much to, like, your live performances, like, it That's was so what we were told. great, yeah, dude. Me and Marty really meshed, I think, as a rhythm section. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I would argue that you guys are the best rhythm section ever out of Boston. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Thanks, man. That that means a lot, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's so much talent that comes from Boston, and uh, as far as a rhythm section goes, dude, there's no way you're not, like, in the top three. Well, it's really Martin to be... (laughs) He's an animal. He's he's a big... He's, like, 80% of that, because he just... He's a sicko on the drums, and he just goes crazy, and... Trying to just keep up with that, just like fucking pick on, trying to like that's all it is. Is just trying to get all those notes in as he's playing them, and it's like I always call that it's like it's like Morse code because like it's just like fucking remembering the Morse code. And we actually just found that video recently of um, that some kid getting knocked out at that show in Brockton during our set. 
Did you ever see that video? I think so. And like I, I sent it to Marty, and he's just like laughing, and he just says, "Was like, how do I play the drums like that fast?" I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, no clue. Dude, and the amazing thing about that is, he yeah, he's super fast, but he's in time. Like he he's he's like a metronome, like a very technical metronome. And his fills are so he manages to, to like sneak so many notes into his fills. It's just yeah. like how the fuck do mm. you do that? I remember talking to him about drums back in the day when he drummed for Good Grief, and we were talking about like uh, inspirations, like drumming, you know, influence and stuff. He was really into uh, Cyrus Baluki from uh, Newfound Glory. Okay. Um, who's an awesome drummer. Like I remember at the time, he really studied Cyrus Baluki, which is if you're gonna study someone, why the fuck not him? I didn't realize that was the guy's name. I could be butchering it. I kind of feel like it is. <laughs> this is where our producer would normally go on this, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brian. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, my first show <laughs> with Cutthroat ever was with the programmer. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my gosh, really? At, at, with Jamie at uh, O'Brien's. And, which is oh, really funny, right. because the I only, the other band I really only That's consider myself of being in two bands, like Cutthroat and Methods, really. I guess The Woods, yes. too, but we never played shows, so like mm. it doesn't feel like we were like... Yeah, unfortunately. We wrote music and stuff, but... Yeah, but like both Methods played a couple of deprogrammers. Well, no, my first show with Methods was at <laughs> w- at O'Brien's with Deprogrammer. Oh, okay. So Cutthroat and Methods, my first shows That's were right. both with Deprogrammer at O'Brien's. That's, That's awesome. That's why I couldn't book shows at O'Brien's uh, years ago. We got high in your van outside? No. Yeah, it was fucking Did sick. we? Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the lonely That's person so listening to this really podcast smoke. right now, we are with our friend Jamie, who is the singer of Deprogrammer. Fuck. Was, was the band. singer, and now he for sings like for JFK and the Sharpshooters. But, oh, well. Wait, what? Was like, <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> no, that was a drunken phase. Of, that was a drug and drunk induced phase of music. So. It was I don't good, know if we though. Visit that again. We're, we had Andrew, fun. Andrew was there last week, and he tapped on that. And mm, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Andrew like came in here out of nowhere. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Andrew Stadnick? Yeah. yeah. Oh, rock and roll. How's yeah, he doing? He's doing good. Cool. Yeah. I love that kid. Came back Positive yeah. kid. He's amazing. Oh, dude. But yeah, so that was your first show with Cutthroat, and you played with the programmer. Yeah. Who else played that show? Do you remember? Unholy Goat Fucker. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A really good video. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a good one. And then... Um, those guys were fun. <laughs> I grew up with one of those guys. That's why we hooked up. One of the dudes nice. has the craziest tattoo I've ever seen. That, like, tree with That's the... Mark, yeah. He's the one What's he got? Him. What is it? He's got, like, that... It's, like, this big, like, oak tree or something with all the branches, and he's got this pagan, like... Something's hanging from the tree, yeah, like, like a, from the branch. From a noose, yeah. It's, like, this pagan god, like, skeleton, like... I just remember being, like... You'd know it if you saw it. Sure, yeah. It's crazy it's shit. It's really good, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, really good detail. It took him years to get it done. Fucking it. But, yeah, that was, um, no beards at that time. <laughs> no, one had had a, no one had a beard then. No. That was pre-beard cutthroat. Yeah, and then we just did a bunch of cool shit. Went to Canada, played CBGBs, played Warp Tour. That was yeah. fun. And uh, Marty's still in a band, and I yeah. know Mike plays music, so. Yeah, he'll be on. He'll be on the show pretty soon. Yeah, we had Joey on. Yeah. Oh, Barrett. Joey Barrett. Yeah. yeah. Love the Joe Barrett. Yeah, he's a great guy. Shout out Joey B. No, no, yeah, who doesn't, yeah. really? Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that guy's a dick. <laughs> Dude, I, I, so you and I, obviously, we go way back, and it, when I met you, you were already, as a kid, like, deeply into music and playing bass, and uh, yeah. you had played, I don't know, a show with, was it Awkward Silence, or was it something before that? Well, I mean, we're talking, like, 14 years old. Th- at the yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I remember f- in fifth grade, it was the first time 
I ever tried to be in a band because my dad played music mm. like he had a guitar that was just like always chilling in our living room. So that's like twelve. Dude, the, <laughs> twelve I, years old. I, I've, the guitar having a guitar in my home was since day one. Yeah. Like my, there was always a guitar in the home of like like our living room had this Gibson acoustic, and then I remember I used to fuck with it when my dad wasn't around. When I was like little, I'm like talking like seven, eight years old. And then he would catch me, and he'd be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, shit. And he'd put it back in the... I think, like, if I remember correctly, one day he was just like, let me just show you how to, like, hold it. So I, it, in the long run, maybe you won't break it. Like, maybe I can just show you how to, like, protect it a little bit better. That way, when you do fuck around with it behind my back, you don't break it. Like, So then I just was, like, messing around with it. And then it was, it was clear I was, like, playing, like, chords and shit. And then I just was, like, already into music, wanted to do it, played music more. And these kids, uh... Yeah, he kind of let the music come to you. Like, it sounds like he just, once you took a liking to it, he, which is cool. Yeah, he... he didn't, like, shove it down your throat or anything. Right. Well, it, no, it was kind of like it was always there, so I was, it's just like I, something I was just into. Like, I knew about it. I knew about music, and he would always show me shit, and I'd always ask questions. So I, like, knew a lot of weird shit about music when I was, like, a little tiny kid. Yeah. And then I, once you get to that age where you can kind of decide what you like for yourself, like, I had already been in... Like hanging out with these kids from my town, then their older brothers were in a band called the Sellouts, which you guys probably yeah, remember. Yeah, a ska remember band. And yeah, yeah. I owe a lot to those dudes too because they were like, I'm, that was like fifth grade when they when we used to go to shows. I went to the Rat in fifth grade to see the Sellouts with Kicked in the Head and Big D, and we were talking fifth grade. My dad brought me and my friend Andy to the show. He dropped us off. He went to the, <laughs> he, and then he just went to the bar upstairs and like waited for us. He like wouldn't leave us. Like I get it, we were in fifth grade. Yeah. We saw the show, and then dude, I just remember being like, dude, I'm I'm a punk rocker. Like I love this shit. This is my shit. Um, then they we all decided for Christmas we were gonna ask for instruments in fifth grade, and I just was like, bass. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. And then Andy asked for drums. And my friend Mike asked for a guitar, and we started a little band. We could play one song. Dude, you were yes. shredding the solo to Maxwell Murders when we were like 14, 15 years old. Yeah, we had to play <laughs> that in ninth tough. grade, yeah, for a school, in charter school. Yeah, that was like part of school, which is weird. That's so tough, yeah. Yeah, but then um, I think the way me and you met was through Aaron Mead, I think. Yeah. 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 I had been jamming with them, and they were like, I know this kid who's got this camp. He says hi, by the way. I just talked to him. Oh, really? Day. Yeah. Well, dude, Christmas day. I was just thinking he's of him like dude. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's in Maryland. No shit. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. He's always was uh, just a nice man, like just yeah. cool. Like, always used to go to his house. They used to like always take care of me when I was there. Him and his brother, and his mom was always really nice. Too. Yeah. But then I remember he was like, "Oh, there's a dude named Kevin who's got a fucking camp in Hanson." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "A camp?" He's like, "Yeah, it's called Camp Kawani." And that was like the first time I ever heard the word Camp Kawani. And I was like, "What?" The? And we skateboarded down there. And that was it. That's yeah, like the first day I met Kevin. I saw your dick like two hours later. <laughs> Sounds like Kevin. Yeah, he, he used to whip your dick out a lot when you were a kid. I did. <laughs> yeah, just don't In a good way. I was always so excited. I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even contain myself. No, it was you should like, have seen him when I was trying to get a Zoom going last month on his computer. Like, sure. uh-huh. his hog waving in my face <laughs> why not man why not well it was like Lisa it was Lisa and Mike Mariano and you and I met you three the same day and you were like trying to make Lisa laugh or something and you just like flashed your dick at her and I was like what the fuck are these kids doing and this is the first time I ever like met you I was like what the fuck that had to be like Dude, that's so how funny. I was when I first started hanging out with handsome kids I was like these guys are fucked up man <laughs> we like to have fun that's right, handsome kids are way different. 
I hung <laughs> out with more Hanson kids than I did Hanover kids ever. Like, yeah. I hung out with two kids from Hanover my entire life. Mike Bongazone and Kent. Those are the only two kids I ever hung out with. I Kent. Yeah, and then, uh, dude, you guys, that was it. Once I met you guys, I was like, Hanover's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that was music. pretty wild. Yeah, we, uh, we jammed in your, the lodge basement, and that yeah. was a trip, too, because that place was haunted as fuck. Yeah. That's very similar to how we met, too. Yeah, Lisa, that's uh, right, man. Lisa crashed our car into a tree out front. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I was, like, I was, like, playing for, um, what was the name of the, we didn't even have a name yet. It was before Not Enough, hmm. Not Enough Blood. Yeah. It was before that. Before it was, NEB. It was before. It was like Chase one Tomorrow? or two songs. Yeah, it was like while started. I was doing Chasing Tomorrow with Jay Jansen. It was literally right after, right after Chasing Tomorrow practice. Oh. Like Chasing yeah. Tomorrow would practice, and then that the new little project started yeah. for yeah. like a couple months. And then DeLuca stood up drunk and was like, "I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> and then came back like a week or two later. I thought NEB was good. Yeah, yeah, I liked good. it. And I would still listen to it if I could today. We had a lot of fun. We had fun. Rob Someone sounded like Sam Kinnison. I never liked the name. I always thought we could do something better. Yeah. I thought it was alright. Jolly sounded like Sam Kinnison, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I don't remember when he that. when he screamed. It was awesome. I don't remember him really singing on that. He did a uh, Wild Side. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Wasn't That's Colin cool. on that too? Yep. Yeah, dude, he's got the best part on that yeah, on that song. Yeah. That was a fucking yeah. Because he's a dude with vision, you know. He always goes into something and has an idea. He's pretty much always on the wild side. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Man. That was um. What else? I don't think cut, no cutthroat wasn't on that split out, or that compilation. I don't think right. But I the, don't think so. that first recording I didn't do. So like I joined the band when they had already done another day. So I didn't play on another day. Yeah, that was Joe, right? Uh, that was John Prescott. Oh my God, that's gotcha. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John? Lovely. Shit. Another Hanover kid. Yeah, another fucking time. rad dude. Automata. Yeah. Automata. Wow. Yeah, I think like there was there was a couple, and then there was a weird period that like, you know, turmoil, and you know, you'd be in a band for people. Me and Marty got they would like the I don't know. It was weird. Like me and Marty decided we weren't gonna play like a show, and so somehow. They got so, who I forget who it was like Justin from 40 SLS played drums. Oh yeah, wow. and then I think yeah, Adam yeah. Edge might have played bass, and it was like, from what I heard, it was like a fucking abortion, and it was like <laughs> awful because like you said earlier, it's like Marty like is the fucking backbone of that band. So you take Martin out of it, it's just like what is this? Like no one is playing those other fills. Yeah, like he plays yeah, it. No so one's doing much. that shit, you know? Yeah. So yeah. uh and then after that we all were like, whoa, that's that was not cool. And then we figured our shit out and we kept playing shows. Mm. And then we didn't Justin was a good drummer though. He, he was, was cool. a good drummer. That whole like scene of that two thousand six like boom, there was so many like talented kids like coming out of the woodwork, like out of nowhere. Like you yeah, had no idea. Clue. True. I actually just met I was in um, New Orleans on a show recently, and we saw this band called Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol. Yeah, you you sent that to me. <laughs> Dude, they're so fucking rad. They yeah, are. They're so good. And so I got on their Spotify, and it just so happened their tour matched up with my little tour. Not little tour, but huge tour, but like matched up with their show, shows. So we actually saw them like three or four times. So between like the first and second show, I look on their Spotify, and the kid's wearing a Bruins jersey in his picture. 
the guitar player. And I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> the next show we saw him at, I was like, yo, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from Canton. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And he, and he ended up, we, and we're talking about like, uh, you know, like the model and places in Alston and stuff. And then like he had heard, like he knew like a bunch of those JV kids and shit. And it was just like so random. And it got me thinking about how fucking talented like a lot of those kids that were like 40 SLS. Um, yep. Name, what was that? Um, oh, hit, what was the. Hit, um, Can't stand losing. The home front. The home front. Remember that? The whole, yes, home dude. Front. Yeah. They were like, so they were like D level bands, but they were like so f- guns up. Like they were just yeah. so good. Awesome. Like, dude, bands were always coming out and they, these kids like would just be monsters on their instruments. And it yeah. was like, goddamn. Neon hookers. Yeah. Neon hookers. Dude, that's yeah. Right. They were fun. That's right. Yeah. Young Jack McHugh. Yeah. I didn't even know who those guys were. I just thought they were really good. I don't yeah. think I ever really knew any of them. Yeah, there was a crazy amount of talent for sure. At that time, there was yeah. tons of bands to play. Mm. It's I mean, not like that anymore. Around here, it, I haven't seen. I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on with music. When today, did you? But when did you go to that Ricky Rickshaw? What was the name of the band again? Oh, Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol. When was that? Over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I did like this A and E show for like four months, and we went to 120 restaurants and did like 23 episodes. So what, what what did you do? What would you guys do for A and E? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just like well, that's like just why I was there. It's like a just a food show. It's like stupid food show where he is a host and he goes to a restaurant and meets the the chef and he cooks and then they try it and they eat it. It's like he's a funny ass dude, but um, yeah, we were in New Orleans and we had some like little shitty place. Have you ever heard of King Buffalo? Maybe you heard of King Buffalo? No, no. Ooh, guys. Oh, is that the uh, reggae? No, they're like a three-piece metal band, but they're not—they're metal, but they're more like I'll rock and they're more like on the rock and roll side. So they're not like they're heavy at times, but they're like more like rock. They're really good. So we went and saw them, and uh, we're looking at the goddamn bill, and we're like, who the hell is Wickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol? Like, <laughs> didn't think that they were gonna be. And then we're sitting outside, and me and my buddy Slappy are having a beer out in front of the. There's like little dude. The club is like the size of this, so we're like just on the other side of that wall, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> The dude plays an eight string. So then all of a sudden their first song kicks in and, and the fucking door comes flying open and we're just like, what is that? We went inside and they were just like sick. But it turns out the kid was from Austin. They had moved to, he had wow. moved to, they're from Austin, Texas. They'd been there for like 10 years now, but they, they were originally from Austin. No kidding. Yeah. Check, and check King Buffalo out too. That band's that band is wild dude yeah. whatever happened with the um with the pixies tour that you were gonna work on <coughs> oh um they used my footage speaking of bands from boston yeah that was a weird one um i got hired <laughs> yeah, to do yeah. the, the audio for the, a documentary that like never came out damn yeah it was it was um like i don't remember three or four years ago no 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 whoa holy shit it was like five i remember why it was five years ago because was my ex and it was like one of the last things we did wow, it was like five was or six years ago. ago yeah yeah I remember that so they hired me to do the audio for interviews so we did like interviews with the band like sit down like you know one on one interviews with the band it was supposed to go in the the documentary and the reason why the documentary came out because they filmed a live concert they're supposed to be the last show at TT the Bears ever it was it was the last TT the Bears yeah. show before no the, they closed yeah so there was supposed to be this whole thing and they the the uh I didn't do the audio for the concert, just for the interviews. And the people that did the audio for the concert fucked it all up, and they couldn't re- oh, they couldn't release the they no. couldn't release it. Yeah, 
I have oh. a I have a scratch track. How would they? How did they fuck up? Do you know? I have no idea. Whatever they did, it was unusable, and that's bad oh. for audio to be unusable. Dude. Like you can't patch it, fix it, do nothing. Like yeah. So that oh, must have been bad. something in like were they already in like post production? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they fucked. Yeah, wow. So that sucks. Yeah, it was <laughs> like a week and a half, like that we were shooting these interviews. So you know, you shoot, and then you go to lunch, and me and the the, the DP, like the director of photography, were talking just about shit, and I had mentioned that I shoot. You know, I have a camera. I shoot time lapses and do all this shit. And he's like, "Oh, show me some of your stuff." And I was like, "All right." And I showed him all like some time lapses of Boston. And he was like, "Can we use those?" And I was like, "I guess." <laughs> so he took a bunch of time lapses and then kept calling me like probably every like twice a month for like maybe six months. And he'd be like, "Oh, can you go shoot a time lapse of like X corner in Cambridge and blah 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 section of this?" Because they were going to put it in the documentary because they were going to talk about. Talk about, like, you know, different shit that happened in the past, and they were going to, like, link it in with, like, footage of Boston and stuff. So I was like, fuck yeah, whatever. I'll do whatever the Pixies want. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I went and did it, and I... Dude, I'm not even kidding you. A year later, the guy calls me, uh, my buddy Fuller. He's like, yo, good news and bad news. He's like, the documentary scrapped. The audio sucks. It's never going to come out. I'm like, all right. He's like, but... He's like, they're going to take your footage and use it in their, like, stage setup. I'm like, what? So they took their 30... I'd see I don't know what tour or what exact like run of shows it was but I know people that went and they saw it and uh it was I think from what I know it's the 30 it was like some 30th anniversary run of shows for like Surfer Rosa wow and they took yeah, 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 yeah. yeah on the back behind them was my footage playing on a gigantic screen like during the show at certain nice. parts nice. and it was like all dilapidated to make it, make it look like it was like from the 80s nice yeah so that was uh that was pretty fucking rad because the pixies are the shit and the fact mm. that that I, I wish I got to go or like see I bet if you sky were online you could probably find like someone's cell phone video of like one of the shows but I've never I haven't found it or anything but yeah. I saw like all the time lapses and stuff it was just like you know shit of Boston and like cars going by with like certain signs and landmarks in it and stuff yeah. but yeah no it was cool we got to see there I was at the last show at TT's it was fucking fun that's amazing yeah they played for four hours I don't wow. think he said one fucking word into the mic. Wow. Like, no, like, hi, guys, thanks for being here. Like, this song's played. this. Like, they just played. Really? And you might know her name, Paz mm-hmm. something. Lenishad. Yeah, Paz, Paz Lenishad. She played uh, bass instead of Kim Deal. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. I was going to ask you if Kim oh, was Oh, that's there. right. Yeah. Right. I nah, saw Kim the reader. Was Kim was right gone. at the same time, yeah. Kim was already gone for, like, five years. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was, they were talking about Charles. Like, we're doing, like, the setup the lights and all the shit and they're like Charles this Charles that Charles Charles I'm like yeah 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 fuck? Charles no they're like it's uh, Black Francis yeah, 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 yeah. Frank Black's real name is Charles yeah, oh, I didn't know so they're fucking calling okay. him they're referring to him as Charles and I'm like who the hell it is and then all of a sudden he walks in the door and I'm like oh shit and they're like hey Charles is here and I'm like what and I like, made sense I was like oh fuck like I was just gonna call you fucking Yo, Frank Charles. or some shit you, you look like the singer <laughs> I actually saw him uh, solo once at what was that the Wellfleet Beachcomber, I think. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Where's that? Quincy? No, it's way off in Wellfleet. Like Another Beachcomber. Yeah, okay. it's a different oh. Beachcomber. And uh, it was awesome. It was like totally packed. It's like a, it's like a friggin'. They have decent bands that play there, but uh, that was like a big deal, so it was packed. And he was very talkative, like talking between songs and did like this, grudgingly did... Uh, 
what is that song that everyone loves? Uh, Where is my mind? Where is my mind? He like originally did like a wicked weird version of it, which was cool. That is cool. And then he says hi to his parents, and we're standing right next to his parents. That was pretty neat. Dang. Oh wow! Yeah, dude, that Where Is My Mind is in like three different commercials right now. Of course it is. It's like been in so much stuff. Weird yeah. remix of it too in the commercial. They like add like all kind of weird like. Yes. Oh, with the girl yeah. 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 It sounds good. Yeah, I mean money. Fight Club, though. Yeah, dude. End of Fight Club. That made the, it. That's the best, one of the best musical selections. Absolutely. Oh, that resurrected yeah, that any, song with any so scene much. ever. Yeah. yeah, great, good call, dude. Yeah, that, I feel like that, and for some reason, Donnie Darko, All it's right. got to be like, yeah. the music in that, like, if I hear a song from Donnie Darko, like, on the radio, like, I can close my eyes and I feel like I'm watching that movie. Mm. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. the same, like, with... Um, that Pixie song, like when I hear "Where's My Mind," I can like, buildings. yeah, I, see, I can just like close my mind. It's like that's great, great musical direction, right yeah. there. That's like whoever made those decisions, like absolutely. Kudos. There's weird shit out there now that you can watch that's got some pretty cool like musical direction and like uh, Peaky Blinders. You ever watch that shit? I watched the first three episodes. My sister's been begging me to watch it. I haven't really. But they, it seems yeah, cool. They I've mixed slacked them. on that too. Yeah, everyone's telling me it's great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything bad about it. No. <clears throat> they mix like modern music in with like old ass. I like, like period that. piece shit. So yeah, it's yeah. like you're hearing like David Bowie play on, like while they're like in old school England, like in the 1800s and shit. Like oh, it's right weird. On. Yeah, it's it's cool. That is cool. So is it like renditions or the actual? No, songs? yeah, the actual songs. So it's yeah. almost like uh, Quentin Tarantino and like. I was just watching Django Unchained the other day. Hell and like, what's that song? I love that uh, movie. I got a name. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> and then, uh, who does that? Is it um, I can't Mike think Jones. Song at Mike the Jones. Is it? Is Mike it? Jones? Got a hundred dead coffins for a yes, hundred yes. dead yes. men. Oh, that, that fucking is? part is I didn't sick. even realize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that part is awesome. Isn't that DMX's song? Like, X gonna give it to you. Is that DMX? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's at the end when he's like fighting all those dudes and they, I love Man, how he does Is it that. really? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Like, I saw it again last night. I was like, fuck, I forgot these songs were even in this. Now watch a movie called Django and Django. What's it's that? like a documentary about oh. the movie Django oh, and Chain nice. and how nice. there's a real movie called Django yeah. that he like kind of like based the other and movie off of. Yeah, and it's and like uh, Corseron, any, any... Italian guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maricone or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and th- he talks about all that shit. So really? you should watch it. Yeah, yeah I watched Where that can movie we see a long that? time ago. Where can we Netflix? see that? Netflix? Yeah. I'll check Django that out. Django and Django, I think. Nice. Dude, that's up there. I, I, what's your favorite Tarantino film? Ooh. Well, it's hard. It is hard. Romance, it is. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Written, yeah. Yeah. Django's up there, though, as far as like more like current, recent ones. Like... Agreed. I think in the yeah. grand scale of everything he's done, that is like at the top. That's one of my favorites, my for sure. And yeah, True Just Romance for sure. Like True Romance is one of my all-time it's a favorites, anyways. Classic. I mean, damn, man. The performance, yeah. everything he does. All the right like, people yeah. are in that, that movie. <laughs> yeah, all the right people. Balky. <laughs> Balky by Sakamoto. Oh Dude, my I God, Balky's in that. <laughs> I love that. There's that one meme, like. Uh, you may not know when I'm rich or something, but there'll be signs and there's like a picture of Balky with all that coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that scene. It's so good. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. And <laughs> obviously Pulp Fiction, like, I don't know. I feel like that's like his... Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Of course. Fiction, Dude, that was like my teenage years. Pulp so. Fiction is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I didn't really... Amazing. Hateful Eight's cool. It's not one right. of my favorites. 
you got to be in the right mood for that. I mm. feel like it's almost connected to Django because it's still like about bounty hunters, you know? Yeah. And it is really Same good, time. too. Mm. Yeah. Even to put something on the bottom of like, you know, of his list of movies is like, they're all fucking awesome. Mm. <laughs> I like Kill Bill. His worst yeah. is anybody's best. He, yeah, apparently. Kill Bill's amazing. Yes, he wrote I, a TV show right now. I rewatched really? that, no yeah. problem. Oh, really? One and two? That's oh, yeah. phenomenal. Hell yeah, yeah. the music's fucking Uma Thurman's amazing. Thurman's fucking awesome in that. Yeah, that's another great. I'm really into like musical direction of movies. I think that'd be a cool job to have someday. Because oh, yeah. I always pay attention to that shit. Like, who picks the movie, like the music that goes in movies and shit? Not necessarily like a composer, but like there's a job called musical director where they just like decide what goes in. Maybe they hire that composer that puts the music in, right. but like just to have control over like what music goes in a fucking movie would be like that'd be amazing. Cream dream, dude. Well, dude, you did some music. You did some scoring. Yeah, I did a lot of. I did um, <laughs> some short films, some commercials. Uh, like a just like some a bunch of social media. Can we shit. pull any of that up right now? Is it like? Uh, yeah, know. probably. If you type in, um, let's see. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Making me um, do shit after I eat. Sorry, Brian guy. Something with my music in it. We did yeah. so like it would. Um, Dude, you were showing me and it was awesome. It was great. There was uh, a. Com- a you could probably this company Good Natured Dog that I used to do all their like for a, right. a little bit of time I did some of their stuff and they were cool awesome people um, I met them doing just do, they were reality TV people that were from Boston and they do these things called 48 hour film festivals and it's like you show up you give them the yeah. money on Friday night and then you don't know what you're making till Friday night at 7 then you have till Sunday night at 7 to hand in your film so like oh, wow. Yeah, they give yeah. you like. Am uh, I supposed to type all this in? No, no, no. Relax <laughs> there. Uh, type, um, type in "good natured dog." Type in. Let's see. Um, the Fisher family. See how, if that how is up. that production company doing now? I don't really know. Um, I think so. Scott Labita, great dude. He, um, he's a big time like movie. Last time I worked with him was on no, that movie Coda. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah. So he was uh, the the. Assistant camera on Coda, and I was wow. there doing behind the scenes on Coda. So I was, I saw that was the last time I saw him. But he, um, I think they just kind of, their work blew up. They're like day jobs in film blew up so much they don't do that stuff so much. I'm not on social media, bro. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Do you look on YouTube? That's not a bad thing. Um, yeah. So there was a lot of that was probably like one of the better ones. Um. And then, so my buddy, also another talented motherfucker, Tyler Council down in Florida, that I, he's a shooter on Street Outlaws. Uh, look up the real, how about this? Look up the real idiots. R E E L, idiots. He's got a YouTube channel. He's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I've done some music for him, I've done some voiceovers for him and shit. And uh, some like weird stuff like that. What'd you do with voiceovers? Put, <laughs> look up Reloaded 5. <laughs> so you're actually talking? It's a five-minute-long five action movie trailer that's done with green screen, and it's just me doing the voice the <laughs> whole time. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yeah, it, anyone that likes like like com- like slapstick comedy, check out The Real Idiots on YouTube because they're oh, fucking so funny. And they, I, I mean... I just spent four months with him. I've known him for years, but we just spent four years doing a... He was a shooter on that food show. And so, like, we got into, like, all kinds of, like, crazy bullshit. And, like, we're making little... Comes up perfect. Funny shit if you're looking at for some, like, original comedy to watch online. It's nice. He's, like, over 300 videos, too, which is wild. Wow. Wow. 
But yeah, no, I haven't done any shit like that in a while. I grew a beard and everything. Over my dead body. Will Officer Lynchpin return to the force? Still. You're working. Yeah, it's cool. Creators of Reloaded. Like, reality TV is way chill because nobody wants to be a pretentious cock. Like, you do get a couple here and there, but, like, film, people that work in features, they, like, wake up with a fucking passion to make film. (laughs) I'm so cool, and I'm on set. (laughs) I have a fucking... I'm, uh, you know, crafty and like, oh, just, but then like, people, people don't wake up. What? I can't go back to the force right now. I'm retired. I grew a beard and everything. Over my dead Yeah, there's a lot of like, Will Officer Lynchpin return to the force? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just dumb shit. He's like, do the dumbest like action voice you can think of. All right. We got to get another TV in here. So like, oh yeah. Taking over this town. Drop, drop that like. Brian's the TV. <laughs> yeah, that's Council right there. That's the kid who does all the videos. If you go like halfway through, like if you skip halfway in, that's like there's like mad lines in that. But it's, yeah. Dude, that is a fucking riot. It's pretty funny. And he carries on two little knives with him. Interesting. But it's just stupid because like it's, like like it's like a four and a half minute action movie like trailer. But it's not really a movie. It's no, and it's the and there's it's Reloaded Five, and there is no one through four, so it just starts at Reloaded Five. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> But then he like cuts it in with like like stock footage of like nothing, so like it look it's just it, dude, it's funny as hell dude. I recorded this in a hotel room in um, in Georgia while I was filming some bullshit. Have you ever seen the show Buckhead Shore on MTV? Yeah, I was filming that in in the boonie sticks of Georgia, and I was drunk as fuck, and I had my boom mic. Van Espinorn as Dr. Clemens. <laughs> it is. It's so. This isn't good. It's funny. Oh, that's now. awesome. No, yeah, he, yeah. So I totally gonna watch that, again. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did Maybe some like original out. music for him. Like, all, there's a bunch of shit on his site that like he'll be like, uh, d- let's see, can you do picture this? Is well, I mean, we can just sit here and watch really videos yeah, on that. But no, I'll but I but the there's some funny ones like um yeah well I'll sh- you just if you guys do like links or something in your bio yeah, or whatever like yeah link like link that shit because it's funny man. But, like, yeah, I did, like, that's where my music today, like, as Scotty in fucking 2022, all I do for music is write music for other people. I don't, like, have a band. I don't, like, make music for me. I have a fucking awesome studio in my house, but, like, I don't 
it's usually people like him calling me up saying, "Hey, I need you to make a fucking meatball Dude, awesome. Italian meatball opera song." Okay, and like in that picture, this one, <laughs> it's just me going like a chocolate chip a cookie and like doing all this stupid like, <laughs> but it's fun because it's like I'm making That's music. That's amazing. Yeah, but like it goes in something, and I yeah. get a chance to like dig through samples or find a plug-in that's like an accordion or like I'll go get like an instrument that I don't have like a ukulele and I'll like cause Dude, when you get paid to fucking exercise your creativity well it's yeah awesome. but yeah. when someone tells you what to make yeah. cause like for me creativity like well, just that, pulling shit out of nowhere sure, is yeah. so fucking hard dude but working with so- yeah keep going when but, someone tells you what to make yeah when they just say hey we need this it's like oh fuck that's gotta be yeah. fun yeah, as yeah. fuck oh dude it's sick it's fun yeah <laughs> that's, that's how I got into screen printing cause I used to draw but then after screen printing for so long, yeah. I don't remember, like, yeah. I don't draw like I used to. I mean, it well, became a job. Those 40-hour mm, yeah. film festivals are something, like, anyone can do, dude. Like, you can make one on your cell phone if you really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, dude. you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, music is, if you think about how many times you hear music a day, no, every different, mm-hmm. like, you're on hold with fucking Comcast and you're hearing some kind of music, you know? Someone had to make that, you know? Right. Yeah. But... That guy's fucking living big. Oh, the I know that song by heart because I'm always on the phone with them. Oh, no. What is that? I've thought of sampling it before. Comcast sucks. Yeah. It's like all these fucking companies suck, dude. I haven't had, dude, Comcast has like banned me for life because of some other person in Fall River. That took my friggin' like social security number just for Comcast. Uh, get the fuck out of here, really? And I owed them like four hundred bucks. I'm like, no, 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 I was never in Fall River. What? Like, and the lady's like, oh, like you didn't have like a girlfriend in Fall River? I'm like, I'm married, lady. She's like, yeah, and dude, somebody like, took your social you? for cable. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I almost wanted to like so thank them like, and be yeah. like, thanks for not like completely ruining my life. They just Let's want me to do all the paperwork. And Let's see what they were paperwork. watching first before we make any judgments. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Right? <laughs> but it was so strange. Like, Was it just your social, like your name and everything, or just your social? I think just It had to be your name because they have to match oh, up yeah, the name you're right, and the social, you're right? right? Yeah. But I don't know what the hell that was all you're about. Your fucking, your information just is floating out there in the ether. All of ours <laughs> you know, there's a. It was an old bank account, don't matter. Fair enough. There's a UFC coach named James Krause. Oh, really? Yeah. That's he he awesome. fought a few times, and then now he's, he co- I forget who he coaches, but they're always like, oh, in his corner, coach James Krause. I'm like, <laughs> That's so yeah. strange. Jamie. <laughs> 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 All right, now. Like coaching James people like, in the UFC. Jamie's got animal. a butt in his mouth. He's like, get in there. would <laughs> 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 be awesome. So, you like in jujitsu, huh? Yeah, I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? I know, dude. I, I would like, yeah. At some point, like, it'd be fun if you and me just rolled together, dude. I would love to get to that point. It would be fun. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good. Uh, it, there's no other way to get <laughs> exercise in that quantity in that amount of time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I noticed after like the first few weeks, they're like, they like, they're like, you'll be ready to grapple. It's like, okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You just gotta like, if you just try to roll like day one, you're just gonna get hurt, or you're gonna hurt someone else. Yeah. But, the more you <laughs> understand a little bit, the more you roll. And that my professor always says, uh, rolling is like dessert, and then like like yeah. your vegetables is like drilling and and warm ups and class, and then you can't roll until you've eaten. You know, you can't have your dessert until you've eaten your vegetables and shit. So yeah, I could see that. You gotta man. use that as like a, a. So they do like a class and then rolling after the class there. Yep. Like an hour and an hour. Yep. Cool. And they they don't let you stay for the hour rolling. They yeah, they I can watch and take notes and do whatever yeah. I want. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. And I, yeah, when I see that, I'm like, I can't wait till I'm ready to grapple. Because, you know, I love playing basketball. I love playing one-on-one mm-hmm. with people. Like, I just love, like, you know, anything chess even. Yeah. Like, even though I haven't played chess in forever and I suck mm-hmm. at it. But, you know, it's like, yeah, it is like too. physical chess. It like, really it, is, it, yeah. It's fucking interesting, man. I wish we were the same size. I could have sent you out, like, a bunch of shit. Ah, I have, like, rule. dude, my enti- I, I'm consistently giving out, like, rash guards and shit. I just accumulate so much What shit. is a rash guard? <coughs> you know, like, the shirts that surfers wear? Those, like, neoprene, like... Like the sweat wick things? Yeah, well, it's more like a... looks more like spandex. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, there's two you. types of jujitsu. There's gi and no gi. I know what you're saying. Yeah, right? so in no gi, you usually wear, like, board shorts and, and, and like, a rash guard. And um, it's just, like, a neon, neoprene shirt or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but I have, like, so much shit at my house. Like, I'll just send you some shit anyways. You never know. Yeah. Might fit you. I might be able to squeeze. We got something on the couch. Probably be we got something on the couch, couch tight, actually. I'll <laughs> oh, be squeezing into that shit. It's supposed to be tight, you, Kelly. Is this, is this, the one, this is the one I sent, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got a gift from Scott. Oh, nice. He, uh, he actually sent us two personal gifts and then yeah, one you for fuck. the show. <laughs> I wanted you to open that. I, I wanted to be wearing the hat. I forgot to get the hat. It's all good. Fucking Nordiques hat, man. When I opened that box, I was like, he is so thoughtful. Yeah, right? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take a break soon, and I'll uh, go get that. Fair enough. Wow, all right. Yeah. Dude. So I don't forget. Again. All right, so we got a gift right here. I thought from what Scott that we haven't opened yet, because it's for the show. We wanted to wait till we saw Scott. I'm surprised that you like figured out which ones was which, though. <laughs> I don't know how Good we guess. did that. You just randomly guessed, I guess. But, um, did we? Is that yeah, how we did it? We had to have. Yeah. No, you're only roping me into that. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't remember. <laughs> you want the honors, man? Um, it's a religious artifact. I'll give you a way to open it. Yeah. yeah. What is it, Baphomet or something? <laughs> no. Sort of. No, it's, it's, no, it's not Baphomet, but I mean. <laughs> what do we got here? Oh, you got to make me do this? Right. Yeah, it's your job. I don't even know. It's equally as rad you got, as the, you got the good angle. Need a knife, <laughs> He's giving you the honors, Ryan. Not asking for a knife. Please do it into the mic. All right, so what do we got here? Oh, I got a white box with tape all over it. I might need that knife. <laughs> it looks like a harmonica box. Equally as rad as Baphomet. Might be careful. That man. was a close oh one. Goodness. <laughs> dude, I'm an idiot with knives. I fucking gashed my hand open a couple months ago with a carpet knife, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking carpet knife? Brutal. The little the, like, rectangle blades? <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are the Point sharpest things in the world. Dude, brutal. Dude, I used to do I was dripping blood everywhere. Yeah, dude. And I didn't want the fucking custom to see it. I don't normally remove carpet. I was refinishing somebody's staircase. Oh, yeah. And, and you're I pissed off at the same time. Dude, I'm, like, yeah, dude, these things, yeah, this carpet was installed by, like, I don't even know, a fucking evil, brilliant genius. <laughs> Glued to, like, high heaven. It's Cthulhu. Oh, it's Cthulhu. Oh, Holy shit, yes. Brian. Brian's jerking off in his brain right now. That's awesome. Shout out the old gods. <laughs> the old ones. Coming up from fucking, you know where. Dude, the call of, uh. The, the house of real, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Cthulhu, our Lord and Savior. I figured, what could I p- give you to put in your studio? He's on the Kev can. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I have my That's awesome. Point. Thank you. I have Thank my you. coffee, Cthulhu. Ooh. Oh, uh-huh. shit. I forgot. The all-seeing eye. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Cthulhu. That's like a beholder. <sighs> the Call of Cthulhu is a good Metallica song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good book. I don't know I never what read it is. It's a, well, it's a short story, really. It's it's just fucking crazy. Is that an L. Ron Hubbard thing? I have the Necronomicon uh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Lovecraft. Shouldn't be yeah. I, I got Lovecraft. it all at home. Oh, you, they, have like the, they make like a 
pretty much you can fit all his works into like one book. Yeah, I so got you the can get like the anthology. Big leather Yo, one. Shit. Yeah. Doesn't he have like the most publications ever? That's a great question. I, I think know. he might. I think he. Uh, might. No, L. Ron Hubbard does. L. Ron Hubbard. That's okay. who you're thinking oh, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, he would. Uh, Lovecraft was like from Massachusetts or like Rhode Island or some shit. So that book called Cthulhu, it's like technically takes place. Part of it takes place around here. Ips- oh, yeah. Some of it's an Ipswich. Yeah, dude comes out of the ocean. There was a TV uh-huh. show like last summer or the summer before, just called Lovecraft, and it was Lo- all like Lovecrafty and like you know footage or like art like it was fucking pretty crazy i don't think it lasted it's like lovecraft country i think it was called La- yes yeah. lovecraft country that's right did you I, watch any of those someone told me to watch it because they know i'm like i love cthulhu so they were like oh dude you should watch this but i never got ar- i never got around i only caught a couple episodes but i liked it yeah he's got a lot of like weird short stories and stuff yeah he's yeah that's cool. like his thing pretty much right but yeah i mean I, that's, that's com- all right a little smaller than i thought it'd be but <laughs> i don't think it's funny. Like actual size on the screen. No, but <laughs> so in the book they find that idol. Ah. Like that idol is in the book. So oh, I guess right it's on. made to look like how they describe it in the book. So nice, Yeah, man. And the Nordiques hat you. was uh Dude, yeah. Because you used to wear that all the time and yeah. that's like I don't know. I was met my mental image of you is with that hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that hat. <laughs> Did you see that Kristen Speaking Stewart of. movie, Underwater? No. That's a Cthulhu movie. Underwater? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll fucks with that. I haven't fucked with it because TV and movies are dead to me. <laughs> it's documentaries. TV movie. Did you see like um? Wait, what's it? How do you have a TV movie nowadays? Like Hallmark. Okay, weren't you in a Hallmark movie once? Yeah, yeah. Was I was in a Hallmark? movie called The Makeover. I remember it with Julia Stiles in it. I dude, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. You, okay, hold on. This is gonna test my memory. I had a scene. You were sitting on a curb, <laughs> and they're sitting like in a car, and they look over at you, and you just go like this. No, the the girl gets out of the car and says, hey, Johnny. I think my name is Johnny. I was like, Johnny's the name of the kid. She's like, will you watch this car for me? And I kind of just like. I remember like, you like no. going I was like, like, sure. And then she's like, if you don't, I'll make fucking kidneys. No, I'll make earrings out of your kidneys. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Hallmark movie, yeah. Um, that was, I don't know, probably 10 years ago now? Yeah, just Easy. about. Yeah. Well, the way, way back was was. This summer it'll be 11 years since the uh, way, way Back. Yeah, Scott and I worked on the Way Way Back together. <laughs> the Steve Carell movie. It's a good movie, man. Yeah, man. Fucking uh, Sam. Uh, fucking Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He's awesome. If I never got, on, I mean, I really do owe you a he's big, awesome. a big, uh, a debt of gratitude, really, because you got me on that, and that ultimately what led me into doing reality TV was working but, on the Way Way Back. Yeah, right on, man. Well, I mean, dude, how fucking fun was that? Like, that was like a dream come true because we've always wanted to, like, make things together. And, it, and yeah. the fact that we could both get into fucking filming like that, it was just an opportunity. And it was like, fuck yeah, yeah dude. I think my, <laughs> only, my only thing I would say I wish was that you that we were together a little bit more. Cause yeah, me we too. Because, like, when we were at the water park, we were together a lot. Yeah, we were. At Waterways. But then when once <laughs> we got to, like, the other place, like, the house and shit, we, I didn't really see you that much after. And I was yeah. like, I was, like, sitting there going, man, I wish Kev was there. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wish I was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember hanging out with Chuck and fucking... And shout out to Chuck Slavin, too, yeah, because he was the reason why I was able to get on there. Um, is there something I can roll a dube on? Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I owe you and Chuck a lot, because you guys brought me on to that, and, and then... Uh, I was able to, you know, do my thing from there, but it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened without uh, without you and Chuck. So. Oh, dude, it's amazing, man! You've done a lot of awesome shit, and it's like thank you. And different things too. Like originally, it was production assistant, 
And uh, and then you you pretty much started doing sound like pretty fucking not long after that. Yeah, it was like like you knew what you wanted. I made a brief dip into camera for a little. It was mm. weird because Boston. I started on that way way back was a feature film. Yeah. And then Chuck was like, "Yo, why don't you come over to this reality show?" Because Chuck would get calls. Oh yeah. Chuck would just get whatever show would come in. Chuck would get calls and they'd be like, "Hey, basically he was like a little staffing agency. Like if somebody had a show or a shoot in Boston and they needed like." people like he was a human resources they would mm. call chuck and he'd be like oh take this guy and take this guy so he got me on and that was wicked fun i remember going there and shooting uh, like for a day dude and, like, we had driving the impala on, like, bullet- yeah I have, a, I have a picture of that that shoot lasted <laughs> nine months we wore bulletproof vests and then got to drive the cars like pretty much as fast as we wanted to i remember i was supposed to tail you <laughs> and you, yeah. you were stepping on it dude we were like cruising through boston going yeah. pretty quick <laughs> i had special i had like Special permission from the cops to do whatever the fuck oh, I wanted yeah. behind, behind the cu- wheel of a car. Dude, it production was companies crazy. own wherever they are. They, the, like, own it for however long they're there. It's the, fucking wild. There wasn't any, like, actual, like, they they didn't, like, re- give me a license, but they just said they were, like, kind of, like, you know, like, <laughs> unwritten rule. They were, like, yeah, like, so the, the produ- there was, like, a follow vehicle, and then the producer would be in the cop car. Jesus. So the cop car has the producer and the cops in it. And I'd have my phone. Our phones would be linked through Find My Friends. So, like, no matter what uh, those cops were doing. Oh, shit. There it is. This is what he said. Nice. You're from Scotty. Yeah, and it's a mesh hat. one, though, too. That's the big thing. Dude, I know. I know. So, you actually looked for the original, I, like, dude, I could have got, like, 20 different other ones, but I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it that's It needs a good to one. be the mesh snapback one. It's yeah. a good call. That's like all I wear. I know. I wish I I looked for the uh, color scheme that my last hat had, but I can't find it anywhere. I think I got that from Eric. Eric Deshaun. I think the only thing that was different was the front panel was white, and then the rest of it was that baby blue color. Remember, like just the front panel and then white everywhere. Maybe. But it's knows. pretty close. That's that's the closest one I could fucking find. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Thank I think you. that one that you had was made in like 1980 or some shit. I almost it cried. So yeah, that one was old. I almost cried. I was like, "That's oh, why I wanted you to do it while we were in here." <laughs> I would not have thought of that. At all. I wanted you to do it in here because I wanted you to fucking cry. You wanted me to cry. <laughs> Uh, I would have too. The, um, pussy. I would have cried. If okay, so here's something. If Brian wants to look up, look up the fucking a lost for words half step down video because me and you were in that video and you're wearing that hat. Oh really? Oh, yeah, dude. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's a good video. That dude like at work, right? He starts out and then fucking Collins the boss. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, um, affiliated video was shot right after. So the affiliated video looks just like the half step down video. Yeah, yeah, in the same room. Pat McKean painted. Pat worked fucking diligently. Oh, <laughs> he's like, ah, dude, I would have painted this rub, dude. <laughs> I got so many ideas. He, he painted it like <laughs> this fucking green He did color. it like 80s chic fucking... <laughs> it was like Boston Celtics green. It was like a, yes, it was a yes. color you would never paint a room. It was like, what the fuck? I remember awesome. he cut it with like... He made this weird like 80s cut almost... It was cool. He did this fucking oh, like amazing the design job. in the wall. Yeah, I mean, it looked... It was an amazing job. Yeah, he did yeah. an amazing job with it. The Rockland Zoo. Yeah. Okay, yeah, man. so yeah, no <laughs> stories. That's that place was. Uh, I I think someone needs to do some kind of like movie or like a something. Not a not. I don't think a documentary, but I think like a movie loosely based on it. <laughs> yeah, wink, sure. Wink. Perhaps someone's already done it. Yeah, yeah wink movie. Perhaps yeah, there's something already in the works. Perhaps. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Um, nice. 
Hmm. So. No. Brian Pelecchia. My boy. Bry guy. Watch, How are you, brother? Watch that. How are you, brother? Earlier, we were talking about all these amazing... I'm, I'm very good, by the way. Thank I missed you, you so much, dude. Missed you I missed you when you were in Korea. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, you no joined... Shit, man. And I'm so proud of you that you fucking joined the army, dude. Yeah. I've always been real proud of you. Yeah, it was exactly what Chris said, so I don't know. Well, whatever. You did it. You went and you did it. You yeah, went you to did. boot camp. You did all that shit. That was so. a huge move. Yeah. yeah. Good on I got, you, brother. I got to thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I will always respect you for that, brother. We were talking about awesome fucking bands around here growing up and shit. And then you started to say something. You were like, music nowadays, though. What about music nowadays? What about music nowadays? Yeah. Um, is that There's the, a lot of good shit out there. It's social media driven. There is. It is, yeah. It's like it, whatever well, it's almost is on like there. a What do they call that? It's a, it's almost like a uh, um, uh, this is so much shit. Wow, I'm fucking having a brain fart. Saturated. It's it's yeah. almost like saturated. Yeah. It there makes, are so many amazing fucking bands. Right. And and like every genre. That's what I see nowadays anyway. I mean, this yeah. is younger younger kids too like it's interesting. I don't know. I yeah. feel like recorded music is only so people can learn the words so they can go to the show and sing along. Because right. like it's, it's such a live music yeah. industry nowadays. Like yeah. people yeah. don't give a fuck about buying music. If you buy music, you're paying for your Spotify. You're not buying a CD. You know. So yeah. everything's in, all the money's in the shows now. So as a as a consumer of music, it's not. It's never been a better it's time to production. see. Yeah. But it's never been a better time to see live music. Though, yeah. Because totally, people yeah. are people in the music industry and bands are understanding that. The only way they're going to survive is to have a good show Absolutely. and a live show. So now they're yeah. try, everyone's trying to one-up each other, yeah, yeah. trying to get better and better. So you go see these bands, and they're fucking just like blowing you out of the water. <laughs> like, right, mul- yeah. Dude, multiple times this summer, we went to see bands like Russian Circles, Buffalo, uh, King Buffalo, and we ended up being way more into the openers than them. And nice. that just goes to show you that like bands are fucking good these days. They're yeah, coming definitely. Up. Yeah. And when you do see a band with instruments and strings, and don't get me wrong, I fucking love electronic music. It's like my passion. But still, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. But like, when you see inst- people playing instruments these days, and everyone's like, "Oh, music's dead." It's like, well, let me no, just, let me show you a couple <laughs> bands that'll change your mind. Yeah, yeah there are some dead. fucking bands out there. Fuck yeah! And when I say yeah. saturated, I don't mean it in any sort of negative connotation. It's just it is. There's just everything right. going on. And it's so now. saturated that we should be having more live shows around. Yeah, the yeah. You know, there should be more of a scene like there used to be. It's yeah. kind of weird. Have you guys it's heard weird. Mom Jeans? No, I've heard of them. Heard of them? Yeah. Dude, who told me? Dude. Maybe you. I think you might have told me about I them. Maybe actually. Andrew did. Dude, Mom Jeans. They to me, have, I, and I heard that there's. I did love what no, I heard. No, Piss Jeans is who I thought you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Piss Jeans, but no, uh, Mom Jeans. They're like pop. This yeah. new kind of like flavor of pop punk. Yeah. They use no distortion and mm. capos. Really. So they get this like really weird sound. Not weird, but it's like a new, it's like a very cool sound, and they um, they. They, I don't, know, I don't even know how to. It's like a, I call it like new age pop punk. It's like a new version, and they're very like their stage presence is they dress fun, not funny, but like they're just very like Gen Z style. But they're like punk kids, and it's like all right, cool. There is still some hope for like younger kids that are like growing up, and mm-hmm. like still kids under like thirty that are in their you know twenties are still not. They might be affected by like the social media, but they're still like coming out with rad shit, and they're still like. If it's that's what's punk rock in 2022, then like sign me the fuck up because yeah, they were right. sick. They were yeah. fucking awesome. awesome, dude. That's and awesome. We ended up seeing that. again another band like when I was out all summer on that TV show. We were just seeing shows. Like that's how we stayed sane. You know, four months in a hotel. Like how else are you gonna stay sane? Yeah. Just yeah, seeing yeah, bands, dude. dude. There's a band all called over the place. Resin. We that was another band that opened for Russian Circles. And uh, uh, 
With the, I, I played resin, with a huh? band called Resin in Connecticut. Probably not the same band though. It was like it's R E Z N. So no, it's not like R. So. Yeah, it's not like. No, I remember a Resin like that. Yeah, I played with them with Twenty Five to Life in like Connecticut. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, dude, that era was so crazy like hanging out with Rick to life and shit remember that <laughs> like bringing Rick to life remember we brought him to Mike Ryan's house yeah oh no really remember did we he, oh no yeah he came to hear the woods oh, back in the day yeah. no shit when it was me you and Quinlan oh, yeah, and Mike we were in the basement over yeah there. and he wanted to come here he, dude Rick was That's so cool right. he was he was so cool cause he was like oh Kev dog I wanna hear your fucking dude, band he's dog he's a fucking sweetheart yeah man. he's a sweetheart like, he was into it. Like, he wanted to make the effort to, like, come hear us. And Dude, like, he listens to a lot of good mm. music. He's into everything. He just yeah. is. Yeah. Anybody? Full no, Circle. Uh, the first Dave Programmer show was opening for... <laughs> was it really? Yeah. No shit. At, uh, what was that place in the basement? It was like, there was no upstairs. It was called, like, Jared's Place or something. That sounds familiar. I don't remember where it was. There was a Jared's place. That sounds familiar. Jared's place? Yeah. It was like no upstairs. It was just like... Smile. There was just like a... Hey. That's why I forget. Hey, buddy. So, yeah, <coughs> it was like a building, but like, I remember it was like, it wasn't that tall because there was no upstairs. It just like went down to this basement and there was like 12 bands that played that show and I think we were like the second or third band that opened. But uh, it was great. Like, seriously, Rick was awesome. Did and he have his like, You guys market? are great. Like, dude, this is our first band. Thanks, Dude, man. people first have show. people have their issues with them. And, like, the, I mean, I don't even know what it's about anyway. I'm sure I'm sure people have, you know, know why they're mad or whatever. I just treat him like how he treats right. me. And, he, you know, he treats me like how I treat him. And he's always been nothing but a fucking amazing he's dude. He's always loved you, too. Yeah. yeah, dude. He took me around the world. Like, it was phenomenal. Well, yeah. around Europe, anyway. I was like, I just turned 20 at the time. That was awesome. <laughs> dude, that Perfect was wild. Time. That, like, dude, zoo stories, the Europe story, uh, the Asia story, not with them, but with someone else. Yeah. Dude, I, I, that, those are all, like, separate episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. easily. <laughs> we yeah, can, sure. My base went with you. Yeah, it did. It did. Oh, oh, oh your base. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, first base I ever had, by the way. Yeah. Did, did something um, bad happen yeah, to it? It disappeared. Oh. We know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> we know where it is. Oh, I know. Someone has it. I know that. I just I called it a loss. Terrible. I felt <laughs> yeah. terrible about it. It's all that. good. Yeah. And it had like the checkerboard I saw it. on it. That I, was like. I saw it like within the last five years, you know. Really? It's still floating. Uh, no when shit. When President's Rock Club was open, <laughs> a band played and. And they used it. And they used oh. it. And I was like, fuck. That's nice. It's a traveling, it, you're a traveling man. I got man. I got guitar a, cucked. Dude. I had, to watch, <laughs> <laughs> totally I had to watch someone else use my guitar that I could fucking get back. Someone oh else God. fuck your shit. Oh. <laughs> Overseas. That's oh, that's brutal. Oh, that's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Dude, that bass has seen more shit than fucking any bass. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I consider my first real bass my Schecter, though. So yeah, that bass. Yeah. Oh, you still have it, right? I, oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I, that's a great bass. I played CBGBs with that thing. I played Warp Tour with that thing. Nice. So like, I'll never get rid of that. Yeah, that thing's sick. But I have a um, an, I spent twenty one hundred on a f- uh, Fender Ultra Jazz. Whoa! Yeah, it's wow. cobalt blue. I didn't even know there was a Fender Ultra Jazz. It's like the Fender Jazz bases are awesome. This yeah. is this Ultra is Ultra Jazz. It's, I learned, it's, no, 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 yeah, it's, it's made in Jazzmaster. I think. 
Those are sick. Um, yeah, yeah jazz masters are cool. The old yeah. ones are, yeah. I was actually looking for it when I was going through all my dad's uh, instruments. Yeah. And I couldn't find no? it. No? Yeah, oh, that Maybe sucks. like one of his buddies borrowed it and yeah. he just has it. You know? Yeah. This is the ultra jazz I have. Oh, let me see that. So oh, man. Get a look at that. It's the American made, like, highest. Like, oh, if you're going to buy a new jazz bass, it's like the highest one you can get. That is oh, a beautiful yeah, bass. Dude. I put uh, the black pickguard on it. I like the black pickguard. Yeah, I ordered that. It's black mother. Great. That's awesome. That's the thing is succulent. Call. Yeah. Well, black dude, so and blue. What made you do black and blue? Well, I got the blue because when I got that guitar, I really didn't have a choice of like what color. I ah, was kind of like, I saw the blue and I was like, yeah, I want that one. Shit. And then I got the black and I don't know, it just looked bomb. Yeah, it does. It I call really it the blue, <laughs> yeah. the blue J. Nice, the blue nice. J. The blue bruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I haven't named my favorite bass. That's weird. Yeah. It's a good bass. I've never named mine either. Right? But I get it. it. Seems right. I get it. Yeah. Mine's already named. Like, I'll have this guitar for the rest of my life, so I just, like, named it. I was like, yeah, sure. Everything can have a name. Need a name. I'm not against that. I like naming things. I've just never named my guitar. It's weird. Or my car. So I guess I don't really name things. You just name people. But I get it. Yeah, yeah. Name people. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. How are you? I used to name cars. I had a shitty old red sunbird that we called the Funbird. Ah. It was the Funbird, man. What kind of car was that? A Pontiac Sunbird. The Sunbird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can like re- recall a good amount of your cars. You had a neon, the a Lincoln, a van. Because yeah. <laughs> I never went for payments. I just bought pieces of shit. Well, except dude. for the Lincoln. Well, that's smart. I love that that's car. smart, man. I love the Lincoln, but I I owned it. You know, I didn't have payments on it. Yeah, but that's the way to go. That was like my party car for a while. <laughs> well, when you're in a that maroon van that you had was sick. Yeah. That the short-lived van, dude. The that extended van. You had that when I met you, so that was like. Yeah, I missed that van. I was an idiot. Like I always kept the, those seats out of it in the back, so it was super light in the back if I didn't have shit in there, and I'd always like stop short and fucking skid. <laughs> it was so late. <laughs> and this one time, I wasn't paying attention, probably smoking weed on the way to work, right? <laughs> and someone stopped short in front of me because a bus, like way ahead, the sign was starting to come out. They stopped like way before that. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Oh, Boom. <gasps> Smash that windshield, that back window out. And after that, that van was never the same again. How were you? Were you okay? Oh, I was fine. Were you was the same? <laughs> yeah, that sucked. I yelled like fuck as loud as I could. Yeah. And then I looked up and there's like a bunch of little kids in the bus. Like, <laughs> was, like looking at me like, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Sorry, kids. Oh, dude. I fucked up. The first car I ever drove was Kev Keen's car. What, the, oh, Bu- the Buick? What is the blue one? Yeah, Buick Custom Regal. Yeah. <laughs> First car I ever drove. Kev was like, yo, let's go. You can drive it. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> and we went, I remember we went up the camp road, out to 58, down to Katie Did, and then back and around. And I remember pulling in, I was like, yes. That was fucking sick. <laughs> and then... I remember me and Scott Smith got in the car like if that day or the day after. Oh, and Jesus. We drove it through the bogs and we drove it off that hill. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> and the car, I've never been in a car that got off the fucking ground, but we were like, like or a table. Like that. I told you that was going to happen. Eventually. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, we did everything in that thing. <laughs> Dude. Scott, man. Scott's fucking, he's doing good. Yeah, he's in. A, he's in um, let me guess. Hold still on. Still playing drums for Summoner. Summoner, yeah. Summoner. You know, they still play. I love sometimes. that dude. I love him. I gotta get him on here. I hope he wants to do it sometime. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta reach out. Dude, he's so funny. He is, uh, he, so wait, who Talking else is in the band? Joe? Yeah, Richner. And AJ. AJ. And, uh, Chris Johnson. Yeah. Who's in Deaf Heaven. Yeah, dude. Which is crazy. He's yeah, in a dude. shit ton of bands. He's yeah, in, he's in, he's in um, a lot of bands. What was that band we played with him, um. At Ceno, yeah, uh, fucking sexless marriage. Sexless they were amazing. Marriage, yeah. Great yeah, some red band. cord guys in that band. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, dude, like the nasty. singer, I think was in red cord, isn't he? No. He oh a, yeah, the singer was uh, the Mike. Long hair and the beard. It was Mike. Yeah, dude. He, I couldn't even tell. Like he looked really different. Mm-hmm. Mike or Greg? Gunface. They were sick. Gunface. Yeah, they were singing. Dude, Gunface singing. I was almost like kind of like, what the hell are these guys? show they looked like they didn't belong and then they like kicked in and they fucking raged dude mm. yeah and they were loud as yeah. hell though dude and chris <laughs> is a fucking excellent musician yeah he plays guitar in that band yeah uh, dude, great bass player great guitar player. i saw him i was in the sauna in the before i moved to colorado to like two years ago two and a half years ago i was in the sauna <laughs> at nice. fucking the watertown boston sports club sitting in the sauna and chris johnson walks in. i'm like <laughs> i'm like yo what's up man yo. he's like yo that's a right and like i couldn't think of his name at first and i was like yo mike Ma- like, mike is vocals and greg weeks is guitar oh yeah. greg weeks yeah. is guitar Very and chris cool. johnson mike, mike mckenzie on bass he's Whatever. a cop what a in revere. oh yeah. really he's a revere police officer i did not know that and mike, and mike mckenzie on bass that's incredible no shit yeah, they're very good yeah, they're fucking great. Yeah. I want to buy, like, recorded thing. Did they record yet? Yeah, they had cassettes and oh, CDs. Oh, did they? I didn't see <laughs> and that. No, they had cassettes and vinyls. They gotta Chris put it pro- on I imagine Chris probably man. recorded it. Yeah. I yeah, imagine. Of course. You found yeah. it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, AJ records shit still, too, right? He, I don't know. Yeah. He I don't know. He did. Uh, I know he did. Methods. Oh, yeah, did he? Right. He did that? Okay. Yeah. Dude, well. that shit surfaced, you know. The Methods recording. Really? Good. They're all online. awesome. If that kid Nick Twombly uh, put them all bad. online. Yeah, dude. I talked to Mike Ryan a few months ago, and uh, he sent me old Colony like Media. If you type that into YouTube, all the songs come up. Really? It's That's kind awesome. of crazy. Old, com- <laughs> old Colony. Old Colony Media. There's another dude I'd love to talk to on here. Is Mike? Dude. Yeah. Mike Ryan, man. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he came out of left field with those songs and like lyrics and riffs and shit. Yeah, he's a fucking writer, man. We were like, wait, Such a good band. I didn't believe him. I was like, dude, wait, you wrote this? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, for real? Very good. Cool. Yeah, he's super <laughs> yeah, talented. Was, because he like, you know, he's like came in as our like guitar player little buddy. Like he was kind of younger than us, and like he played guitar, and he we were like, yeah, like oh in the woods, yeah, yeah right, like, right, right. little buddy Mike, like yeah, and like <laughs> kind of like came out, and then when he came out with that, it was like, whoa, the fuck. Yeah, that was like my fuck. favorite band at the time. I thought for that sure, yeah. band could have gone somewhere, man. They could have. Yep. They definitely could have. Yep. Um, but I was pushing mm, for you. Yeah, for there that. was fucking drummer problems. Yeah. It's always fucking the drummer. Really it's always drummer drama. Really good drummer though. Yeah, good. And we were like at tight time, too. Yeah. No, he he played with the Woods for a short time too, yeah. and he fucking brought something, man. He was good. He's really good. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we shit would happen. I have that yeah, shit. It does. I have that shit right here. What do you have? Those three songs. <laughs> oh, really? What ones? What three songs? Contortionist, Freedom Beast, and uh, Vampire I With am. With Paul playing? Yes. Oh, is it the, uh, yeah. It's the, the one, one we did in Stuff on the rail, yeah. Oh, dude. Good old Fred. Fred. I know. I never went back to, like, hang out either. That's Fred. R.I.P. Fred Janet. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, you know that? Yeah. Dude, yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, want to hear something kind of sad? Are you kinda serious? Yeah. Want to hear something kind of sad? So... 
yeah, um, oh, my aunt Carol was passing yeah, away from cancer, and I like, and it was taking a toll, you know. On my mom is so close with her; she's amazing. Sorry, Carol was that. phenomenal. Thanks, yeah, man. That's right. Dude, I can't even count the people I know that have died of cancer, let alone being super close. <laughs> well, I can't count those, but yeah. So I was driving by Fred's house, and I was like pretty bummed out. And I'm like, I'm gonna pull into Fred's. I'm just gonna go see him take my mind off shit you know because yeah. him and i grew pretty close talking to each other on the phone about yeah. everything yeah i pulled in dude he came to the door and i got out and he was like super fucking frail yeah i'm like i'm there to like not think about this kind of shit and he asked me if i can open the door and he's like i can't open it i'm like fuck man i opened the door he didn't have the strength to open the door man and i like had like an i had an amazing conversation with him what was the... He was a fucking special dude. What yeah. was the... What was the cause of death? <laughs> uh, some kind of cancer, man. I forget. I don't remember, but I mean... It was brutal. He was older, though. And he, dude, so he... I mean, talk about someone who... He lived a good life. A legend. He's like, yeah. What the hell? A local legend. For sure. More than words he recorded. That's right. Fucking extremes more than words. He album. worked with the mamas and the papas. The mama and the mamas and the papas. Like so social victim, 1999. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, you know who nice. used? I think did he record that or did Joe clap? Because him I know and Joe clap. Yeah, they. Yeah, Joe was using his studio a lot. What did we record in there? What's that? I put down bass in there one time or multiple times. Did you? Yeah. For a cutthroat? No, for you. Oh, for us. I don't know what it was. It was. It's somewhere. Some. There's something. Because yeah. was I'm, it was it the acoustic stuff I did with him? Oh my god. That was a long time ago. Because it, uh, uh, it was the only time I went, the, the only times, like I went there probably five times with you. Yeah, maybe, you did. Four or five times. Yeah, you did. What the fuck was that for? I don't, I can honestly not even remember. I didn't even know that studio was even there until we went there the first time. And Dude, then I had driven by yeah. there 96,000 oh, yeah, million times in yeah, my life. Yeah, your whole life, yeah. right. Yeah. I've known that. It was Aerosmith. Really? Fucking Aerosmith Toys in the Attic was there. There were so many big bands that toured, like went there. Yeah. And the, and it was like the best kept secret. Like yeah. in the movie. what was the name of the studio? Cortland. Cortland, Cortland that's right. Studios. Cortland, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Myette bought Man. that. Myette bought that. Really? Which one? Jay. Jason. Yes. He bought the recording studio. He bought the house. House. Yes. Which is fuck. That's crazy. What's yeah. He do with it. I uh, I guess with the studio part, like he kept some stuff in there, but he, I guess it's like a home theater now, which would be fucking amazing. <laughs> but like, what would you like? They probably sold all of his gear and stuff. Yeah, they were. I know they were. Yeah, his wife was. Yeah, he, he dude, the gear was just incredible there. I know, like vintage. Rap. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There's a um, oh yeah, there's a um. <laughs> On a more positive note, there's a dude. Um, well, R.I.P. Fred Danner. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. man. Yes, um, man. There's a there's a dude. Oh, I'm gonna forget his name now. Um, <laughs> shit. What are you okay. looking for, bro? His lighter that I just ah. spaced out on. Shit. Dude, um, thanks my lighter, bro. Oh, nice catch, Jamie. <laughs> um, there's a band called uh, Barely Dead. Have you heard of them? No. They're like no. a Grateful Dead cover band in Boston, and they're they're like. Probably the biggest one in Boston. No shit. And my buddy Tyler plays. My buddy plays drums in that. <laughs> Find that lighter, man. And, uh, <laughs> all right, I got more. He, um, <laughs> I'll be all right. He asked me to film a video for the for their band, and I went over to the studio, and it's in Somerville. I can't think of the name of it, dude, but it's this like recording studio this old timer guy has, and 
It's not the outpost, is it? No, that's <sighs> no, 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 no. It's All like right. it, it's like Something this dude street. in his basement probably had millions of dollars worth of like old Gibsons and Fenders, and he yeah. took me in there and he's like, showing, he's like, oh, you like Fenders, dude? <laughs> you like Fenders? Oh dude? my god! Like he had like pre CBS everything's like he had like all this crazy stuff, wow. um, and it reminded me actually of Fred's. Like when I went in there, I was like, oh, it reminds me of that place. Yeah. It was like very barn like, very like you know. He had a million dollars worth of stuff there. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. He he told me like flat out about how much he had spent over the years and what was worth what. It's like holy fuck. Yeah. Dude. Um, I remember. Remember we were trying to get my laptop to hook up to his shit. Remember we were yes. like, cause he yes. was like all analog and, and I was like, I had my laptop and he's like, uh, how are we going to do this? And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, just give me like an eighth inch fucking, I'll, just give me an eighth inch and I'll just plug into the headphone jack. I think that's what we did. I forget what, dude, what the fuck did we do? It's killing me right now. Yeah. What was it that I needed my laptop for too? <sighs> dude, I don't remember. I don't remember. In all, in all fairness, we've done a lot of shit. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> but I yeah, no, it's that. weird that I can't recall what the fuck we were doing it was like multiple times i brought my computer i remember i played bass yeah oh wow i would have never remembered that unless you told me i don't think i would remember until you told me about because i'm like until you brought up fred i would have probably forgot about that yeah jesus marijuana because i don't remember you guys doing that well like it, we it would have been out. it would have been when i had a laptop, so it would have probably been within the last fifteen years because I didn't yeah. really like have a. It's <laughs> a big fucking. Well, I didn't really have a good MacBook <laughs> until five, fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> um, it def. I don't know. That's a good question. Right? It couldn't have been like that long ago, right? I guess. Well, it had to have been wood stuff, right? I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you guys did record a few songs. That's right. Well, we recorded. Were, uh, like two songs, I think, right? No, those are oh, recorded was, uh, in... One was in Priority. Dude, where... The Congo... And then the Congo in where, Bolton. It, where was okay. it? Bolton, Mass. Bolton. Dude, what do you remember the engineer's name? The oh, audio fuck. dude. I remember he... I can... Um, Today's the Day was the band he was in. Though. Oh, no shit. That's I all. That. Aaron. 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 And he Aaron. played keyboards in Today's the Day. Talented fucking dude. Yeah. Wild personality. I love Remember him. he screamed on the end of it? Yes. He just grabbed yeah. the mic and was like... Blah. In a perfect world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was doing this stuff, but the way he mixed it in there, like he had a vision and it was awesome. I wish yeah. we could find that original... That- that recording. It's around. I have oh, it at the so house. That would be dope. Yeah, yeah, dude. The bass line in that is so fucking good. Thank you. I would love to oh, hear it's that. Beautiful. That'd be cool. Everything is great about that song, and we even like, I, like, I think we, we talked about like music videos to that, and like, remember we brought it back to the zoo. We brought it in. We're like, guys, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> dude, we ended up it went over that. well. Yeah, went dude. Well. Yeah. There was like MySpace downloads. And yeah, yeah. Well, that's where dude, I downloaded I actually, it, dude. I've had I've had a few people over the years like message me about where they can get that. People I don't know too, which yeah. is which is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I had a dude fucking message me, literally saying he just got out of jail, and I'm just saying this because this is what happened. He just got out of jail, and he told me that a perfect world kept him from committing suicide. Really? Dude, I, I cried. That's I talked to him. Heavy. We were both crying. And, uh, yeah, about as heavy as it gets, right? <sighs> Fucking, yeah. Well, it's, it's all right. It's wild, man. Yeah. This is all right. But that, that original bass line and the original recording we did was good. It, everything musician-wise was awesome. Yeah. And the recording at the time was cool. It was cool. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And I, I'm trying to think of the other song that we did. 
the one take action. Oh, we did that in priority. Oh, yeah, we did that <laughs> in priority. <laughs> Mike Ryan too. Side and note, I think Mariano was there too. Mm-hmm. Side note, fun yep. fact: music video, Perfect World, twenty twenty three. What do you think? What for? Oh yeah, we're gonna be shooting that with Kyle Benecki. Because we just re-recorded it. You got to re- do that. Reprised it. Right. Is that what you call Please it? Please somehow put slow motion re-prise. people crying with fireworks. With back. fireworks, dude. Ah, was just Because it has to be in that. Because <laughs> it, like, the, it's all right. During the chorus, you just got to have people like looking into the camera, slow motion, being like, with like fireworks and explosions in the back. I don't know why. That's just we, what I hear when I hear that. Dude, I remember when we were talking. Yeah, we were both we both heard fireworks, which is a random thing. Yeah. But we both heard like, fireworks. Envisioned it. Like, yes. But you, yeah, with with the with the people crying and all that stuff, dude. I was just telling Kelly about that a few yeah, weeks ago because we were talking about shooting the video with Kyle, and I said, you know what's really funny? When Scott and I were hanging out after we recorded that song, we both pretty much thought of very similar yes. things. <laughs> well, dude, we were like, but that's music fucking does that, dude. In a weird, oh, go ahead, go ahead, because I could go off on a tangent. Uh, well, no, I was gonna say we were on some pretty weird, like. Uh, like synchronicity shit back then though. Absolutely. Like finishing. I hate when people say, "Oh, we finished each other's sentences." Yeah, we did though. But like fucking weird shit. Yeah. And like that whole forty-two bullshit. <laughs> we were seeing that everywhere, and it was like freaking us out and stuff, dude. Like, yeah, there was some weird. I think that was because we lived together for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, just like man. Every day we were just like, "Oh, it's you again." <laughs> dude, being roommates was like a childhood dream come true because we always liked doing sleepovers and dude, shit. Did we, we get to live together? Ever? It was like, yeah. I don't think we no, fought ever. No, like, no. I can think of wait, one wait, time wait. me and you got into it. One time, at, it was at work in the fucking bathroom. Remember oh, at that painting job? God, yeah. We got into an argument oh. and we like pushed yeah, each other in the bathroom. Work. We were like, okay, and that was it. And that was yeah. the only time me and you ever fought, really. Like, true. Ever. True. Then true. when we were living, I mean, we've together. always like we've always like you know just busted each other's balls. But yeah, no, we've never really gotten angry fight not except for that one fucking time not <laughs> even like fighting but like i've lived with mad roommates since then and i've yeah. never had a roommate where i was just like well i guess one this kid jared i lived with for like three years up in austin we never had a problem either. but it was the same yeah. thing like we never like we just yeah. never had a roommate problem we might have like yeah. argued or whatever but we were never yeah. i was never like fuck kevin like i don't want to live with this kid anymore no <laughs> definitely not man. we'd probably be still living there right now if we could yeah. if it didn't get all fucking weird and creepy <laughs> right that was awesome man we had it was a cool little existence because like we yes, had everything we needed right there. We, we like did. how dude you and night- me were daydreaming about being able to like make that into a recording studio. Oh yeah, like we were talking about vocal yeah. booths and like dude. <laughs> and that was when I was like really like really wanting to do music, like production, like like making beats and shit. Yeah, and you still, were all over it. I was like piecing together like weird shit and like we made that rap song, bang bang. That was the sound of domain. Remember that shit, dude? I do. I remember the whole round, dude. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was all because of uh, electronic music. And yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, everyone was into like fucking hardcore and playing like you know heavy music, and I was always into that. But like I was always veering off and like going off and doing like weird, ex- like going yeah. to see the disco biscuits or like going Definitely. to see DJs and shit. Yeah. And then coming back to like you guys and like coming back to the zoo after like a, like a seeing the disco biscuits, and being like, dude, we gotta make like electronic weird music. And blah, blah, blah. I was like all spaced out. But then we'd go to like Romans and Mosh and shit. And it's like, yeah, it was yeah. such a weird existence. And then walk yeah. into mobile and like. Oh my god. We I walked to mobile every fucking night. I think your cousin Jared might be doing some weird music two doors down as my we cousin speak. Jared. That's not I have cousin. a cousin Jared. Oh no, Mr. Hunter. No, Jared that's Hunter. Amanda's cousin. Oh, that's Amanda's. Jared. Yeah, but you yeah. know Jared. Oh, Jared's a great kid. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Jared is awesome. Yeah, I thought that was dude. your cousin this no, whole that's time. Amanda's cousin. This whole time. Yeah. Really? Oh wow. The weirdo. No, he's a great <laughs> kid. I love that kid, and I'm so happy he's playing music too. I know. He's, yeah. He's, 
Was yeah, he I remember here when last he like week? started playing. I was going to go say hi last week. I thought he might have been here. I've only seen guys. him once in the Probably. past six months. Yeah, because I saw that other dude that he jams with in there. He came out while we were out there. Does um, I thought he might be in there, but I forgot when I left. Yeah. Does Dead Deal practice here? Dead Deal. I believe they do. There's do a they? band called Dead Deal. Yeah. There is. Yeah, do they well, have I've revolvers in their logo? Oh, wait. Actually, I don't know if they I do, but I've heard of them recently. It's young Jamie DeRosa. Oh, yes. fuck yeah. No, they don't, but they're I coming on the show. Jamie's coming on here. Yeah, I just I told him I was coming dude, here. But he I said he's got to work. Good. I don't think he's coming here. Nice, dude. They're pretty good. good. They're yeah. really good. Yeah, they're real dude, fucking good. Yeah, you know, they are. I like it. Want to hear a funny story it's about awesome. him? I feel I bad. And Jamie sounds fucking great singing, man. Dude. I, know, I feel bad I didn't get through that show. It was oh, in, uh, was it? They played a show? Yeah, they did. Cindy's patio. Mm. And like I was still working like as the show started, so I feel bad. Sorry, Jamie. Sammy's patio and like up. North Shore? Yeah. Was yeah. It Revere? I think so. Revere, I think. We love you, Jamie. Yeah, there was no way I was going to make it. I'm You're sorry, doing good. Buddy. You're doing good. Dude, funny ass story about him. He, like, loves Street Outlaws. Loves it. Really? <laughs> Dude, a lot of people <laughs> really? love that show. Well, I got him. Uh, on his <laughs> My PA. drummer Ronnie loves that show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him that you work Damn on it. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. You got, <laughs> Dude, well, that's a whole. That could be a whole episode. But, yeah, anyways, yeah. fucking um, got him on as a PA. Nice. Just oh, on the I New remember Hampshire. that. I remember so, that. Yeah, because there's one version of the show called No Prep Kings where they go like all around the country to different racetracks. So we go to like 20 or 30 racetracks in like a year, and it's like a weekend thing. So there's one stop in New Hampshire. So we're going to New Hampshire, and I'm like, Jamie, you want to be a PA? And he's like, a what? I'm just like, just shut up. And like, you're going to come and just work. And then just do whatever they tell you to do. And he like loved it, and they loved him. And then he like, the next year, this last year, like 2022, when we went back, we hired him again, and he fucking loves it. Oh, it's no so funny. Yeah, yeah so now he's like a regular. When they go to New Hampshire, they hire him. It's so funny. Nice. That's cool. And he loves it. He gets to go see all the cars and all the people he watches on TV and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, he had a blast. Yeah, man. He's a good dude. I hope he calls me back. Maybe he'll stop by. That'd be awesome, man. He said they'd, they'd play on here, and we can have him in for yeah. an interview. Yeah. Um, it's just weird, like, old dudes like that that were like older than us mm. and you never really realize until you're older like how much not so much him but like uh, like Dennis hey, like my age. dude <laughs> I love Dennis <laughs> well, I fucking he's playing in bar fight no Jamie's way older than you I think no he's not we grew up together I yeah. think he's I think we were in Cub Scouts together well either way <laughs> dude um well how old are you you're 46. Yeah, he's like 46, isn't he? Yeah, he's my 45 age. for sure. I, I thought he was. I thought he I thought he was 50. Year, <laughs> no. He was like a year behind me. I thought he told me that. Maybe he says pushing 50. He or still some looks shit. like a kid, yeah, man. Everybody does. still looks. He like used a kid. to like buy yeah, butts for out. me at Tedeschi. Yeah, you don't look 46, dude. Like, well, not that that's old, but you don't look. Yeah, 46. no, fuck no. Nobody looks that. That's age because yet. I've been. You got a little. It's those preservatives. We both got the little. Salt and pepper beard yeah, going yeah, now too. Yeah. That's the only Mine way. Mine comes in a lot faster now. You though. honestly <laughs> though, if you if if you shaved your beard, I think you would you would look like you had yeah. an age today. Yeah, but I got like yeah. I got the wrinkles from smoking. You know, I got the fucking hey, I smoke wrinkles. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Butt dinge. Butt dinge. <laughs> Dude, I always think of you <laughs> when I look at my <laughs> face in the mirror and I'm like, <laughs> I have buttons. <laughs> Orc face. This guy used to say that all the yeah. time. Yeah, because it's, it's like a great way to... That chick has... Dude, that chick has like, you know what I'm talking about? Like that that butt dinge. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about a waitress at JJ's. Yeah, butt dinge. She has, she's hot, but she's got some like butt dinge. Now the way... Of I, course. Now, now my way of... Like describing girls is like how many showers they would need to take before I'd fuck them. Oh, nice. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like a three, four shower. <laughs> like she's kind of gross, but maybe like six showers. Oh wow! <laughs> is there any no showers? Oh, be like hot ass girls. Yeah. Like she goes like no, no, no. no she's fresh out the gym. I'm like, 
Let's yeah, do this. I no shower is necessary. La- ladies' emails <laughs> are in the show notes. <laughs> yes. Are there chicks that train at your gym? No. There, there, was, uh, there was one girl there last week. She, she was the daughter of one of the dudes there. Um, Kelly asked the same thing. They, they just want everybody – they just want people in their class before they can even think about, you know, doing a girls-only yeah. thing. They're, like, brand new. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Training uh, with girls is good um, because you can like teaching girls shit that mm. they can use to like save their fucking life someday. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's like where you're going to see yourself like jujitsu fucks with your mind in a good way. It, like makes you see things like you want to help people, which is weird. I never thought I was ever going to want to help people. <laughs> but like, um, you know, training women and helping, you know, people out with fucking fighting yeah. and like girls it's like it's cool so if you if yeah. tell kelly she should get down in yeah. there with you dude yeah dude she will she will dude she'll when i open a school too. around kelly's here. an animal anyway so she'll be an animal with jujitsu i'm gonna need black belts <laughs> get so. the baby in yeah well you know what that yeah one of the dudes there had their daughter there that i just said there yeah. a ton of times i think the daughter was probably like four or five and yeah. there was you know the separate area where she could play with her toys and stuff i'm like that's awesome <laughs> yeah um so the youngest kid i ever taught there's this little kid, uh, Liam, the, his two older brother, his older brother and older sister, they were like eight and 10 and they were mm. in our, their father wow. was training with us. So they would come to the kids class. So when I was teaching the kids classes, they would just like, the kid was there and like, we're like, what are we going to do? Like, just fucking get, put him in the smallest gi we have, throw him <laughs> on the mat. And this kid was like three, but he would like, we'd pair him up with like a little kid and an, another like, uh, instructor. And we'd just like teach him like little arm bars and shit. I haven't yeah. seen the kid in two years, but I would imagine that, you know, I know like those Gracie Baja, this this uh, my the place that I train at is mm. so fucking good for kids. Yeah, it's it's it is what it is for adults. It's like um, you know you really have to want to fucking train yeah. to be to really find it effective to train as an adult at Gracie Baja. Sure, but for kids, it's like so fuck. Their kids program is the best, probably one of the best in the whole world. And um, that's one of the things like you learn about like yourself when you're doing that shit. Like oh, like helping little kids. Like you can. Motherfuckers can talk about saving the planet and like ending racism and like all oh, that's great. Like whatever cause you want to get behind, like is great. But like you when can't you can't do it unless people are helping people though. But if you, <laughs> the way I see it is like, I teach these kids and this kid and this guy and this, these people, and then they are better people. Then they're yeah. gonna like go out to their communities. Yeah. and like it's that's the only so, way I can fucking make a difference in the world. That I think that probably is the only here, way. Like that's a great. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that being said, Kelly. Get your mom down there. Get fucking Faith down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get everyone you can to go in there, man. Because yeah. you just never know who's who it's gonna like fucking affect and change. Like it's good for you on so many levels, man. And for me right now, I don't give a fuck about fighting. I go in there and it's like it's like a therapy. Mm-hmm. It, it like the only thing I'm thinking about is the moment I'm in because you can't be out of the moment. Wait till you start it rolling, keeps bro. Me there. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait to start because that. that's where the that's where the real like therapeutic shit comes out. I bet like when you're fucking rolling, like sparring, like one on one, like anything like that's yeah wait till you get a black belt that's got you in side control and you can't fucking move and the dude's like 350 pounds oh, and you're doing everything you can in your nothing. power to, to get out and, you, and they're just imposing their will on you it does stuff it like if your brain is like a puzzle and it's all put together wrong that shit like takes the puzzle opens it and then just puts it back the right way like that humbling bullshit like yeah dude like getting my ribs broken getting my I had a shattered orbital I, sh- I got knee in the face by I accident I forgot about that I had a fucking all this crazy shit like that's the stuff that like humbles you cause you're like you're like motherfucker yeah like, 
Yeah. I just got smashed in the face for like no reason. Like I need to calm the fuck down. Mm. And, like, and, and then you go home and you're like, well, what could be worse than getting smashed in the face today? Oh, traffic. My boss is a dick or that. It's like, no, none of that. Yeah. This is like nothing I will encounter <laughs> after that is going to be as hard as fucking young Brazilian homeboy need me in the face by accident and me having my cracked yeah. orbital, uh. blowing my nose, air getting into my Ooh. eye cavity and my eye getting swelled up and all this shit. Periocular edema, it's called. Ooh. Ribs, oh, meniscus. edema. Yeah, I uh, exploded a vertebrae. I have torn my meniscus. I have my... You're like selling it, man. You're fucking <laughs> selling it. That sounds like a lot of I've been fun. training for eight years, though, so it's like a long time. Yeah, dude. This so you're, you're, you're a blue belt, but you basically... No, I'm a, a two-stripe purple, two purple, okay, purple belt. I'm a two-stripe purple belt. But you missed the belt ceremony or some shit you was I in? I call myself a... Belts don't matter. I, I knew, call myself I knew a COVID you were a brown belt. belt. I know you. Or COVID purple belt, because going into COVID... Dude, that's wild. Well, going into COVID, I was a two-stripe purple belt. And then I moved states twice. My professor moved. Yeah. Like, I moved gyms a couple times. Same Gracie Baja. Yeah. But, like, to different, like, locations. So, like, I never really, like, caught a belt ceremony in that time. But, like, I mean, I don't talk about belts, really. Um, So. No, but you should. It's fucking Well, I know where I stand. I know where I stand. You know what I mean? Like, um, So, there's. uh, I was a field producer on Ultimate Fighter. This last season, right. season 30. Yeah. Um, and we were training with uh, one of the girls that was actually on the show, Catherine Paparaki. Cat, she's cat. Huh, if you ever listen to this, you're the fucking shit. I love you. Her and her husband, uh, Steven, they have a gym in Colorado called um, DCO and DCO MMA. And they had some guys there that were like kind of, you know, like kind of like big fish in a small pond. And like, this, sure. they, you know, they needed some new fresh blood. So, uh, we went up there, me and some guys from Gracie Baja went up there to their gym and like trained up there. Um, that was kind of like the last time I actually really like trained, trained cause my knee got really mm-hmm. fucked up after that. Um, but it, it, those types of connections you make like in, in those sports is like fucked. Cause like anywhere you go, if you bring your gi, you can just throw it on and go to an open mat. Like, That's you know awesome. what I'm saying? So yeah. like if you travel somewhere and you want to like bring your gi, like if you go on vacation, like bring your fucking gi because you never know like where there's going to be a gym and an open mat. That's yeah. a fucking awesome aspect to that, man. Because that reminds me of like driving around with a basketball in my car and just stopping at random courts yeah. and playing yeah. people or a skateboard. Right. Driving around with a skateboard and just fucking take it out. The fact that you can do that with jujitsu is amazing. Yeah. The training is just, it's like incredible. You can go anywhere. You can train with anyone. Um, but those people, the, the Pop Rockies, they're, uh, you know, they have an MMA gym. They have some people up there that were kind of like, um, just not getting the training they deserved, and and they so we went up there a couple times and we trained with some of the people and um, like their one of their guys was like a super high level brown belt, uh, he might have been a black belt, but I am out there like training with him and give, like giving him a run for his money. I tapped him a couple times, wow. like stuff. You know what I'm saying? So wow. it's like I know where and I he, stand. He was a brown belt. Yeah, yeah. Like wow. I know where I stand. Um, <laughs> dude, that's pretty cool though. Dude, that's cool. Yeah, like it's so knowing where you stand is more important than your belt. You sure. know what I mean? Like yeah. knowing what you can do and knowing your skills. Like I've been in a couple yeah. like street altercations too since I've trained, and it's <laughs> it's kind of funny because you realize like how much muscle memory goes into it too because your brain kind of just like clicks into gear and you're just like next thing you know you're like whoa. Like, I didn't even do any of that. My body just did all of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, belts, they say, I think it was Hoist Grace, he said, a belt is just two inches of fabric that holds up your pants. Like, it's not, you don't have to worry about it. Like, you know, some people get too hard on, like, there's the the curse of the blue belt, they call it. So, like, 
once people get their blue belts, like 90% of people get their blue belt and never go back to jujitsu ever again. Really? Cause it's like enough for them. They're just like, I got a blue belt. Like I'm good. Like whatever it is, like no one can really figure it out. What, what's it go again? It goes white, white blue, purple, brown, black. Okay. Yeah. White, blue, purple, brown. So it takes about two to three years to get, go through each belt. Like, well, if you're exceptional, maybe a year and a half to two years, but then like, you know, roughly like two to three years per belt. And then maybe looking at like eight to 10 to get to be at a black belt. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Cause like, I know some people that have black belts in Taekwondo. Yeah. Didn't take them that long, but I, I like how in, yeah, jujitsu, like you really earn that through patience. Yeah. Being humble. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just knowing what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Um, Dude, I, I couldn't even imagine fucking with, I couldn't right now. I couldn't even imagine fucking with a blue belt. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I trained with some pretty intense people. I trained with Eddie Bravo actually for a bit. I, yeah, I remember you saying that. How do, how, what was that like? Um, it was only for a couple weeks. So it wasn't like I went out there. It was a couple weeks though. Yeah. Wow. I was, but I was out there for work. So I, I was going to his gym like tenth every night. Point, tenth yeah. 10th planet. planet headquarters in LA. Uh, it was cool because I brought a lot of what he does back to the East Coast and was training. And like when I said I won that tournament and I beat that dude, I used the lockdown, which is a tenth planet move. So like people don't know like there's no yeah, tenth planet like out here. Yeah, he's created his own like style. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like a lot. Well, that's of his amazing. Stuff. Well, real quick, that's amazing that so he beat what Gracie did he beat in the Abu Dhabi? Um, well, it was ADCC. It was Hoyler Gracie. Okay. So there was like Hicks. Either Gr- way, yeah. Well, you got quick lesson there's um there's basically there's two brothers there's carlos and there's elio gracie right all the famous gracies you know come from elio he had like 20 something kids like he the, these two guys the, yeah, all he, the, he didn't believe in like not breeding right no he wanted to create an army yeah and yeah. he just was able to find women that wanted to just have babies so, like he had babies with everybody so he had um uh elio gracie had uh, Hickson, Hickson's like arguably Hickson and Holes Gracie were the two like like most savage ones. Basically, Hickson Gracie was with from one woman had he had a, his mother and then his, the father was the same. But like Hoist Gracie and Hoyler Gracie are only half brothers of Hickson, and they didn't meet till they were like like in like I think Hickson was like thirteen when he met Hoist and Hoyler for the first time. His dad. Just brought him to this like random apartment and opened the door. And was like, "These are your two brothers," <laughs> and they were like, "What?" And because uh, he had, he actually had uh, Hoist and Hoyler were with the maid. He had the kids with the maid. It's a crazy story. There's a book called <laughs> "Breathe" by Hicks and Gracie, and okay. uh, it's got the whole story. It's pretty fucking cool. But uh, cool. so on the other side, uh, Elio's brother Carlos, his son Carlos Gracie Jr. is one who started Gracie Baja, my gym, yeah. and then. My professor got his black belt from Carlos Gracie I Jr. I think that's where my professor got his, or a lineage to that. Yeah, so like the lineage for me it goes. Not from Carlos. Carlos died like. Carlos, that was like in the yeah eight, 1918, like those dudes were doing shit, like yeah, back in the day. Yeah. So like it goes Carlos, Carlos Gracie Jr., Alex Costa, me. That's like the lineage of like. So when I get my black belt from Alex, it'll be like, that'll that's be awesome. like the line. Yeah, it's kind of wild. That is wild. But so. That yeah, so they're 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 the family that brought jujitsu to the world. Well, yeah, basically. And then, and then you you trained with Eddie Bravo, which is pretty cool because he fucking tapped Helio, right? He tapped no, he tapped Hoyler. Hoyler, yeah, Hoyler, yeah. yeah. There was like an ADCC. He was he was a brown belt. He wasn't even a black belt. And they set this match up to like no shit. Yeah, and he tapped him, and it was crazy. He wasn't supposed to win. And what did he beat him with? Do you know? Triangle. He really yeah, from the bottom too. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. 
It was awesome. This video of it, you can watch it. This video is yeah. of him explaining it too as you're watching it. That's hmm. amazing. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But and then um, he opens Tenth Planet. Open Tenth Planet right after that, and then uh, it was mainly California. But they only do nogi. They don't have they don't have a put geese on over there, so it's kind of weird. Is it good to start with a gi? Yeah, it, like a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like train for six months in a gi before you ever try to do no gi. Like even maybe even more. Like you know what I mean. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I learned a lot of cool shit from there, and then I brought it to here, and I, and I was just like whooping people up with it because no one knew how to like stop that tenth planet shit. So like very little tenth planet technique was super effective. Like in my gym, in my tournaments that I was in, because people weren't really like fucking doing it. So you could just, like, do a lockdown on someone. They were like, Ugh. That's Ugh. awesome. Yeah. Dude, the fucking, like, pool of talent in jiu-jitsu is insane. And now, especially, like, us growing up, we knew a lot of talented skaters mm. and bike riders. And then there became, like, the Camp Woodward mm. generation. Mm. And that now I feel like there is something similar going on with jiu-jitsu and people are getting into it when they're, like, fucking five years old. Like, yeah, well. Unbelievable. Uh, I think that, let's be real, I hate to like admit it but like Joe Rogan is really a big reason that a lot of people get into jiu-jitsu sure. these days yeah. for sure yeah. for sure for sure I got I got introduced Spencer to it through Ward. my brother because my brother was into that yeah. back in the 90s <clears throat> I remember but yeah you. I mean Joe Rogan yeah he's like caused a movement but like me and you and Mariano kind of Remember we were like watching UFC like kind of before on VHS. It, before it like popped off and then oh, yeah. you had UFC before on, Joe Rogan had any affiliation or no, he, what very we knew, little what yeah. We knew, yeah and dude remember you had it on Dreamcast mm -hmm. and we used to play up in your room at yeah. the, the fucking camp and we knew all the yeah. fighters names and shit yeah the first time I had ever seen anything UFC was my cousin Simon and Tyler <laughs> my grandfather who was like 80 at the time we were like kids like literally little kids took us to Sam Goody in South Shore Plaza <laughs> yeah, yeah at Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas time with gift cards. And I walked, and he's like, go pick something out, and we're going to like get your gift cards cashed in. I'm like, oh, sick. So we're walking around the video section. I remember I just like saw this video, and I pulled it out, and it was um, Motor City Madness, MMA, uh, UFC 8. And it was an MMA video that I had no idea. I saw MMA, UFC, all these words I'd never seen, but I just saw two guys like punching each other. I was like, I'm getting this. Yeah. And that was my first time ever watching it, and I watched it. It said Ultimate Fighting under it. It was UFC 8, yeah. So it was Motor City Madness. Probably like, Dan Severin. It was um, Shamrock. Gary Goodridge. Um, Gary Goodridge. He fought some dude, and I remember being like, yo, mm. like, fighting is so fucking cool. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the first time I saw it was I landed in Colorado, Colorado Springs, to visit my brother in, like, 90, I want to say 93 or 94, um, and I landed the day after UFC 1, and he had recorded it on his VHS. And, uh, he, dude, he was, like, over the moon when I showed up. He's like, wait till you see this. Like, he, you know, he was all about, like, toughening his yeah. little brother up and showing him shit. Dude, yeah, and he put on this VHS that he just recorded from pay-per-view. And it was, it, what he was showing me was Hoist Gracie underneath this, like, big wrestler for, like, I don't know, 14 minutes or some shit, dude. Yeah. For a while. And he, and I, I thought, I was just watching this little dude get his ass kicked by some fucking big dude. And I'm like, this is not fun. This is boring. And he's like, no, no, no. But he was explaining to me, like, what was going on. He's like, just keep watching. He already knew we saw the fight anyway, but he was rooting for Hoist the night it happened. And then Hoist, after like 14 minutes, maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't think I am. Ended up like, was it an ankle lock or it was, I don't know. He just, he fucking tapped out the dude, this giant dude that was pounding on him for like 14 minutes. He completely 
just mm. devoured him of strength. Yeah. Like, was completely the dude, wore the guy out and then just fucking made him tap. Was the dude tapping like he was on top and he was like tapping the ground like this? I don't remember. That was Dan Severin. That was UFC 2. Would it have been Dan Severin? Well, the UFC 1 was Ken Shamrock was that famous fight uh, where like yeah, Ken Shamrock yeah. It was probably tapped, two. I think but it was the ref, two. no one knew what the fuck was going on. Like, and the ref, he tapped, and then the ref didn't stop the fight. Yeah. And then like Hoist was like, "What are you fucking doing?" Like he fucking tapped, and there was like this whole controversy. And then Ken Shamrock was like, "No, no, no!" Like I fucking tapped. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, UFC he two, fought him again too. Yeah, they fought a bunch of times, but yeah. like UFC two, he fought Dan Severin. I think that's the, the one I saw. Clip, Severin was he, it an ankle? Hold? No, he was on the bottom. Like he, he, was, he had him in closed guard like this, and yeah. he was on the bottom. For and a like, long time, dude. He was like, getting his ass kicked, and then all of a sudden, you just see Dan Severin going like this. Yes. And no yeah. one knew what to do, and they were like, wait, why is he doing that? And he, I like, I think he had an Ezekiel or some kind of choke on him, and he was just tapping, and people were like, wait, stop the fight. Like, he's yep. tapping. And then in the post-fight interviews, like, I had no fucking idea what was going on. Like, he couldn't figure out, like, how the fuck he did it. I, <laughs> dude, when I was watching as a kid, I was like, my brother was like, that dude on the bottom just won. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. They really we did. They fucking covers. Yeah. What is it? They got the, cover. the, I'm gonna, I'm the old Boss Rootin bald guy logo. Oh, the, nice. the logo used to look like Boss yeah. Rootin. Yeah. yeah. Live. They're all different, too. Yeah. But yeah, man, that play, that That's Gracie and Shamrock. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, they had, they had some fucking cool, like, some bad blood between each other over that stuff. Um, I don't know. I think Shamrock, like, accused him of, like, cheating or being, like, uh... I don't know, because, yeah, Hoist's family, like, his dad or whatever at the time, had, like, a lot of pull in the UFC, like, they, and, like, Oh, Horian Gracie, his brother, was the one who started the UFC. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. So, like, he, when he was fighting Shamrock, there was something where, like, he had a complete advantage over him. I forget why, and, yeah, Ken was, like, accusing them of, like, cheating and fucking whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they took the, so the, this dude came from Japan, Maeda, and he came from Japan because he heard that there was people in Brazil doing, like, crazy martial arts, like judo and, like, sambo and fucking around with jiu-jitsu. There was no term Brazilian jiu-jitsu at the time. Yeah. So it was Elio and Carlos. And so this guy, Maeda, like, went to Brazil and was, like, training with them. And then it got back to Japan. And I might be, like, this is verbatim. Like, there's, you know, I'm not, wasn't there. I just know the story secondhand. And the guy, the, the story got back to this guy named Count Coma, and he basically, uh, his name was Kamora. They called him Count Coma, and then he was like, "Oh wait, like I need to go to Brazil and like fuck these people up." So he went to Brazil, or <laughs> he got fucked up. Count Coma <laughs> and Kamora, my. All right, either way, so these, this guy goes there. His name's Kamora. He goes and he tries to fight these kids. He's like, because he's like, "Yo, you got you. Who do you think you are? You're doing jujitsu like in Brazil? Blah 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 blah." Fights uh, Elio Gracie. He tells Elio Gracie, "You're gonna fight my uh, my my best student, and like you, you don't even get the right to fight me." And so he's like, "All right." So Elio taps out his best student, and the guy was like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, I have to fight him now." <laughs> so he fi- he ends up fighting him, and nobody ever lasted this long. But Elio ends up losing. It was like 18 minutes he lasted with the guy, and just because he lasted 18 minutes, the guy was like, "You whoa, like." You guys can, yeah, no, you guys you can hang really out good. here for a bit. Yeah, so so then um, they named a move after the guy, the Kimura, the, Kimura. The, the arm lock is named after that guy that came that, you know, beat Elio. And then they decided, well, this guy was huge, and how can we beat a guy that big? And that's how they made Brazilian Jiu Jitsu was to adapt all that shit because they were little. They wanted to make it so they could beat big people. So that's where all that fulcrum yes. and, and all that making yourself bigger when you're not and like all that shit and comes And they use the UFC to, to well, prove that. Well, years and years later, uh, Horian Gracie, who's the guy that 
Because the term Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu only started because they were calling it Gracie Jiu-Jitsu first. Mm-hmm. And then he like copyrighted the ter- the, that name. So no one could have a school called blah, 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 Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Because no today it would be called Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. That would be the style name. It wouldn't yeah. be called Brazilian. But because of that, they had to call it Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Interesting. Yeah. And so when they made the UFC, Horion was like, oh, I'm going to make... I'm gonna make a tournament to yeah, like no weight limit, like no yeah, fucking weight classes. So, yeah, but there was a thing already <laughs> called Vale Tudo in Japan that was similar. And then so they were like, We're gonna do something similar here in a cage and they're gonna do all the stuff and we're gonna basically put our like one of our smallest brothers in there to show people that jujitsu is superior. They that's kinda of like Yeah. What, it, it, they didn't really admit it, but they that was what they were trying to do was Enter show voice. people Well they just were trying <laughs> to show people that jujitsu was superior, right? Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. were like they put all these styles together like kickboxing this that and the thing in one the UFC that's why the UFC won yeah. it's like Art Jimmy Art Jimerson it's like who the fuck is Art Jimerson is Tank is but Tank Abbott no that no one? that was way later but oh, Art okay. Jimerson came out with one fucking boxing glove it was that black guy that came out with one boxing glove ah. the very first fight that Hoyce fought in that tournament was against Art Jimerson and he comes oh, okay. out and, and he just goes down and Art Jimerson isn't even, in a, isn't even in any submission at all and he starts tapping and he's like I am fucking doing this <laughs> shit that, yeah it's hilarious <laughs> Um, and then that was UFC, man. And then um, Horion eventually sold it, and then someone else sold it, and blah, blah, blah. And then the Fertitas got a hold of it. That's how it became what it was. And then R.I.P. Stefan Bonner. Yeah, he just no died shit. the other day. No. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, oh, shit. so when he UFC, was there in like the beginning of it. Well, he's the. So when Tough. When when tough happened, Ultimate Fighter like season one, Bonner and Griffin one is my yeah. Favorite well, dude, fight that's ever. the whole reason because that was shit oh, was is like, he that recent? The, so he's like mid two. Well, that was yeah. Well, that was okay. like thirty seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. So because uh, the one I just did last was season thirty. So this was season one. Dude, how so, did he die? Uh, well, well okay. you don't want my opinion on that one. Fair <laughs> yeah, I kind of <laughs> do. Gonna, like, whatever you vaccine. <laughs> Shot, vaccine, I'm going to say it. Yeah, yeah, fair Because 100 million people are already saying it online for some weird reason. Dude. Yeah. They're saying, and they, they haven't released it, but they're <laughs> saying it's complications from the vaccine. That's what that's sure. what the rumor and the bullshit YouTube comments are saying. I'm not Dude. saying that. That has not been released. That is not a <sighs> statement given by anyone. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if you look yeah, on yeah. online and like what... Where normally people are talking, it's everyone's saying that. It's, it's like, okay well, why to be are fucking. That? It's good. It's okay to be skeptical, man. Like know. you know, like you should be. That's another whole thing. But well, I've been sh- I've been sending Brian almost every single day a different article about like a thirty-something-year-old, forty-something-year-old, fifty-something-year-old just dropping dead of a heart thing that they don't of a heart tell thing you. that they don't tell you. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, what there was like uh, just fucking yes. Well, yeah, there was Bonner. Lots um, of, I, I, I tried Jesse, to get oh, look at the, the producer, the producer of ABC News. He's 37 years old. That just happened to him yesterday or the day before. Really? It, it, yeah, man, it's it's everywhere. And I'm not saying everybody's dying because of that, but there is clearly something going on because With of that. that. Yeah. yeah it's, but, oh, my God. Yeah, Stephen Bonner. That sucks, yeah, that but, sucks, dude. But the Ultimate Fighter one season finale was on Spike. And so that was like the first time people Spike, could, right, people could right, really right, have. God, that's right. It might have yeah. been season one. It was one. Of, it was like one of the very first seasons of Ultimate Fighter. The finale right. was on on Spike. Yeah. So yeah. the very first time people could really watch you like MMA, mm-hmm. like the mainstream. That was like the very first time. So what happened was like, let's just say I saw it and I call you and I go, Kev. Turn on Spike. There's some crazy shit going on. Well, dude, do you and remember then, renting it when we were in Rockland at the zoo? Yeah, yeah. We fuck fucking yeah. rented the chocolate Ellen uh, Tito Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. But this was this. But I don't, before that, I, yeah, that's before that. Yeah, but so that basically was what set off 
the UFC was because everyone could now call their friend and be like, yo, turn this on right now. You got to see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and yeah. then then UFC blew up. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, how often have you seen a new sport? You There's don't. baseball, football, basketball, hockey, soccer, man. But like, MMA. MMA, MMA just, <laughs> MMA became a fucking sport. Yeah. It just popped up and, and Dana White just started a fucking sport, man. Yeah. And uh, it's the, one of the coolest sports because dudes can fuck each other up and then shake hands after. And mm. It's yeah. fucking. Yeah, it's fun to watch, man. Interesting. I, um, it's fun to watch. This guy I worked for in Braintree, um, he grew up with Dana White. Oh, no way. Best friends, yeah. They owned like a... Oh, where's Dana White from? Charlestown. From, oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, he grew up in Charlestown. <laughs> that's so, a riot. Um, I could see that. <laughs> I think dude, that's where... He's from his somewhere buddy, in Boston. His buddy, uh, Donnie. Donnie owns this multi-million dollar like friggin' printing and packaging and bookbinding company. Like He does everything. So anyways, um, I guess Dana White comes through once in a while because, like, he comes by to visit, like... Yeah, he has a house here, too, in, yeah. in, like, the Cape and shit. Yeah, like, they hang out all the time. They're both rich. Right on. <laughs> uh, they're both yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but... Yeah, they, I guess they were both, like, entrepreneurs, like, when they were super young, too. And they owned, like, a dry cleaning company together. That was, like, their first venture oh, damn. together. Okay. Yeah. Strange. And, like, from that then is. on in, they, like, kept doing that and then they branched off and Dana went and did the MMA thing yeah wild yeah that's wild a lot of people came from Boston that you don't really realize mm. well, yeah yeah that's true so many. that's definitely yeah. true so many people and it's <laughs> true there's a lot of cool people uh, enter Brian Pilecki yeah. what are you laughing at What's going I on? I just love hearing a fucking yeah, garage right. band cover like MGMT. Yeah. yeah. I thought oh, that's dude. what it was when I was going by. It's like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, sorry for the listeners who that might annoy. I don't know. We have some music in the background. It's all good. Yeah, I feel like it is. I feel like I know. MGMT, they could be worse bands to cover. I know. play tripping in the late 90s. No, they just fucking wallop right into the cover after a fucking 20 minute whammy pedal fucking disco beat. It was just going. Those guys have fun. That's all I know. Yeah, they're having fun in there. Yeah. Yeah. They're good musicians in there, man. Yeah, they often play interesting stuff. stuff out of there. Yeah, they often play stuff that I find myself just like listening to, just the ear to the door, like holy shit, this is cool. <laughs> What's, what are they called? I don't know. Nah. I never I know, really I knew any bands in there. Like maybe a couple every once in a while, but yeah, they're like, oh, that band's pretty good. What's their name? I don't know. I don't know their name. <laughs> and it felt like I was pissing with background music. It's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you know, the room right next to the bathroom. The problem with real life is there's no danger music. You know what? <laughs> that was a cutthroat well room put. at one point, I remember. The oh, middle well, room. Oh, that's... Oh, uh, yeah. I right in front of, of the mic. I fucked all of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a cutthroat room. We yeah. had a mo- 90 rooms. I think... Do we have this room? You might... I think, think you guys might have been... Oh, oh, it was the next... Yeah. Um, do we yeah, have this actually, room? I think it was the next room. Oh, okay, yeah. It, I thought it... Some dude who like, played like a cello or something had this room for a while. Yeah, we had that room. We had the middle room. We had another like weird small room. My very first, like, band room ever was at Priority in Hanson. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. No shit. My first my real first studio, studio was here. And otherwise, what was my Ah, yeah. <laughs> Which, what fucking color are you? Uh, um, black. Uh, yeah, do the voice of uh, Every day, one to two, one to two, different, people different people speak to Brian. In his dreams. If 
feels like Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Up, what is it? Uh, off Dean. the Air. Do you ever watch Off the Air or Adult Swim? Off the Air. It's like, it's like you wake up in the middle of the night and you're all confused and there's like this weird trippy shit for like 15 minutes each episode. Oh, like, what's that one? Um, it's like a constant 15, 15 minute, minute trip. What's that one called? Uh, too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks. That's an old one, dude. I think, isn't that from that Adult Swim, like, late yeah, night shit? Yeah, totally. That's dude, an old tell one. me they didn't take acid when they made that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? That shit's fucked. I think a lot of yeah. those are. But, yeah, you gotta look up uh, Off the Air. Off the it's Air. It's wild, dude. Like, there's just all these different clips of just weird stuff. Like, one of them, I woke up in the middle of the night, and uh, it was, like, flamingos, like, skiing. What? <laughs> down this mountain and it looks very real and vivid like for a whole minute it's just this with like crazy music going on I'm like what is this it just keeps going and going and going it's called Off the Air Off the Air it's probably when they have like no shows they just put on like weird ass shit weird ass shit like that people just make this weird shit and they send it in they're like yep we're gonna play it fuck yeah you know it's cool very cool Brian are you playing music I am about to be I'm about to be. I got the guitar hanging on the wall. Where's yeah. Sasha? Sasha was stolen by junkies. Oh, that's right. I yeah. Yeah. Um, my guitar got cucked, too. Wow. <laughs> Where? Another one got cucked, actually, in Priority in Hanson because someone else didn't pay their rent on a room. Oh, yeah. Mm. But yeah, you have I, a guitar now? Yeah. I got, the, I got the 87 back there. Oh. And do you have I, a name needs, for it? I like it's it. just... It's a Gibson Invader, so it's just the Invader. It's the Invader. The anal Invader. <laughs> oh, no. What did you ever do with your Explorer? I traded it to Roach McCracken for, like, 75 drum and bass records. To who? Really? You know, remember Entropy? Yeah. Roach? Yeah. Um, oh, no shit. Dave. Dave. Uh, no kidding. Dave. Oh, why can't, I, why can't I think of his last name right now? Dave were, Benedetti. Dude, they were cool. Dave's the man. He's uh, he's like a graphic. He does some kind of cool shit now. He was in dabbling in film, um, and then he posted a thing. He's like, "Oh, I got a bunch of drum and bass records. And I was, I'm trying to sell." And I was like, "I'll trade you this fucking guitar for it." And I went through. Dude, the that records. was a really nice guitar. Well, like one of the records was worth like 300 bucks, and I was like, right, how, cool. "How much was that fucking Explorer worth?" It was only an Epiphone. Oh, it was. Yeah, okay. I bought it off that fucking. Okay. That was still nice. That Gerard Depardieu haircut having motherfucker. <sighs> Kenny, whatever the fuck that used to work at uh, JJ's. <laughs> what? Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> oh my oh God, my Kenny, God. no shit. Wow. Remember, he looked like he had that Gerard Depardieu haircut. Weirdest <laughs> fucking NPC in my life. <laughs> Dude, he was an NPC, for sure. I, uh, that's a Kenny good analogy right there. Nice guy. He so, he had guitars yeah, that nice. he would just sell. That's and I remember, right. I totally I remember just nerding guy. out with him all the time at the bar. Yeah. Oh, music. Uh, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. He's yeah. a good guitar player too. Yeah, and, really good. And he had guitars in his fucking trunk one night. Is that? I didn't know that's where you got the yeah. guitar. And he's like Kenny. Hey. Kenny. Yeah. yeah. And he had. And he, he had, yeah, short kind of bull cut, oh, long hair, bull yeah, cut yeah. kind of. Yeah. Me and Marty have an inside joke about that guy. Just long haired like, bull cut. We just call him the the uh, Gerard Depardieu yeah. haircut. <laughs> having I remember you saying that back then. Yeah. Yeah. Laughing my ass. Because you remember Gerard Depardieu from the 90s, that actor, that French actor? Wait, what was he in? No, I don't. It's so funny because if you look up a picture of him... There's the movie with a daughter or yeah, on yeah, vacation exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Daughter right. of the father of the bride or some bullshit. Something like that. I don't remember. 
Oh, wait, the dude that is he in Father of the Bride? You talking no, about like the Steve wedding Martin, organizer? No, no, though, not there was that. a there was a French actor that was like the wedding organizer in that. He's okay. like a French guy. He was in a bunch of movies. That's not who I'm thinking of. Gerard Depardieu. Do you remember that dude, that wicked flamboyant dude, and like uh? Uh, no, yeah, that's not the guy I'm that's, thinking of. Yeah, that's yeah, and Kenny right. had that. The flamboyant wedding movie? planner, and well, you you just Martin said Father Short? of the Bride. Oh, well, that was Martin that's Short. Martin You're Short. right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he did a great job being a weird French dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's good at being flamboyant. He's yeah, yeah, that, that was his hair. I can't even picture. Yeah, that, that's dude. exactly like, what Kenny's was haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That is the hair. <laughs> no, well put. So I people. choked that guy one time. I feel bad. But well, you I was did. there. I was no, you got angry no, enough to Marty. choke Kenny. No, I, well, sorry, Luke. But I choked Luke and. Uh, That's right. I yeah. forgot about I forgot that. that Kenny yeah. was there. I had both of them up oh against the dumpster, God. one in each hand. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh, was that here? It was uh, in Hanson. In Hanson. Okay, yeah. I forgot about So Kenny was the other guy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even well, know that. Again, I, I, this, is, this is all water under the bridge. Like, I would I would shake both their hands. I mean, yeah, me and yeah, Kenny are cool since then. I've been. Yeah, yeah, Kenny worked at JJ's for a hot second. Yeah. But, like, I remember. Kenny's a good dude. They both are. I remember I called. I got. We were at, Marty had the downstairs studio. We were like doing something in there, and he got all mad, and he like started being Luke on us. And then I called him a clown shoe. I was like, "You <laughs> fucking clown shoe!" Oh and then he got all mad, and um, he went. As I was getting in my car, he like ran up to my car and like pushed my door shut. Oh, oh, you went, don't do that. Not today, motherfucker. And I like, <laughs> flipped the door open. I like, and I came at him, and he was like, "Oh god!" And then like. <laughs> They were like remodeling the. They were remodeling something because it was a dumpster right there, like one of those long ass dumpsters, like yeah. those long construction dumpsters. Yeah. And then like he just like backed up to it and I like went, Wah! and I like I like clawed him <laughs> in the neck. And then and it then ent- uh, it enters Luke. No, no, this is Luke. Oh, this is Luke. And then Kenny comes over. Kenny's trying to like stop it, and I'm just like, Whoosh! and I just like slam him up against the wall, and I'm holding and knuckleheads and like three stooges. And Marty's behind me going, dude, stop. stop, dude, stop. <laughs> and then oh yeah, and then and then I remember Luke's shirt was like all fucked up, and he was supposed to take like he, was, he had a photographer coming like within minutes to like oh take photos of him for god, like something. Dude. Oh and my god! Yeah, he was like, and I oh, so he was extra on edge, I'm sure. Well, yeah. So he's like, "Don't fuck this up for me." <laughs> I was, we were, dude. I was leaving. I was getting in my car and driving away, and he just fucking shut the door yeah, on me. And I was like, up. "All right." And I was like, "Well, he hey. fucked up, man." I was being civil. I was being like, yeah. And then uh, then he had to go and shut the door on you. Fuck that. But it was funny because like I didn't (laughs) punch him or hit him, but like you know, because I'm like wrestling with him and I'm like grabbing his shirt. So like he was all like kind of like red around the face, like lumped up, kind of like from just being like roughed up a little bit. It was like so funny. I was like, and I remember saying to him like, "There you go. Go get your fucking picture taken now." Like you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) On that on that climax, we'll be right. We'll be right fucking back. That's right. 